0: Yo, how's it going, guys? Uh, Christian Loza here with How It's Done Podcast, and I'm here with Chris Petruccio, aka Crispy Media. How's it going, man? I'm good.
1: I'm good. How about yourself?
0: <laughs> Pretty good, man. Uh, so for those watching that live under a rock, tell us uh, what you do.
1: Uh, I'm an automotive videographer uh, and photographer. Post uh, YouTube videos and make some cool Instagram stuffs.
0: Cool, man. So tell us, uh, how did you first get into video?
1: Uh, I started out doing, like, photography work a long time ago. Before high school, probably, like, middle schoolish area. Nothing, like... Nothing really good at all, to be honest, but that's how everyone else has got to start. Um, so I started doing some photo work and I wanted to kind of get into the video realm. So I went uh, and just dabbled with some video stuff. I did like home videos with, like my sister on like a big old camcorder. My dad's big old camcorder. Uh, and then I bought like a little kind of like flip open eBay style camera, for, like not super cheap, uh, and started making some YouTube videos with that. Uh, and then it kind of all crescendoed from
0: there. That's awesome, cool. man. Yeah. So tell us, how did you go from uh, that part of the video world into automotive?
1: Um, so I started out making these YouTube videos that started out at this like, tech channel called iTouch iPod, which is still out there. You can go and check it out. Uh, it's got all these old videos of me reviewing iPod cases, iPod headphones, speakers, anything like iPod or iPhone or iPad related companies would send me product to review. Uh, and by doing that, growing up, doing that young, I learned how to kind of network with these companies from young, which was super great, because now I know how to easily talk, get in touch with like any major brand or anything like that, and how to actually talk to them in the automotive realm. Um, so I started making those Tech Review videos on YouTube. There's like over 800 videos on that channel, so I had like a good amount of like, time making videos under my belt. And that got kind of mundane once I got into college. I didn't really like it anymore. I was just doing the same thing over, I was opening up a package, seeing a case, putting it on an iPod, and yeah, that was it. So it was, it was cool. Don't get me wrong, it was cool, and it was awesome, and I loved the opportunity, but it just got boring. So I stopped doing that. Me and my friends started a different channel called Combative Airsoft where we did like airsoft reviews. We would get airsoft guns to review. We would go and play on airsoft fields and have guns, gun games like that and just make stupid videos on that channel as well. But everyone kind of drifted apart after college, so that channel kind of dissolved as well, but that's still up there. You can go see those videos as well. That channel got pretty big um how long did you do that for we probably did that for i'd say like three four years maybe i still have like oh, a basements wow. full of like all the guns and so the it was babies. a while yeah yeah it was a while ago yeah and the, the first the i Touch ipod channel was like 2009 2010 i want to say so that one's even older yeah
0: cool man yeah and so uh so okay so you so, you, so you're getting into automotive uh mm-hmm. how, how how did you first dabble into that
1: yeah, so there was like this this car show or car meet type thing in my town at like an old Home Depot parking lot and like this abandoned parking lot that, that are kind of like shared. Um, so I went there and I kind of recorded these cars like stagnant in the parking lot. Nothing special, you know, just some basic shots. And then I recorded all the cars leaving the meet and some did like burnouts and stupid stuff. But I just recorded everyone leaving, put that up on YouTube. And people liked it. People like seeing themselves. People like seeing their cars. And so I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Maybe I'll go to another car show and do this again see what other people think this time. So I went to my first actual car show after that, which was Fresh Meat, New Jersey, uh, in Union, New Jersey, or maybe 2012, I want to say, 2011, 2012, one of okay, those years. Cool. Um, and that was like the first legitimate car show I ever went to, which was like a cool, like surreal type experience because... There was no parking. I wound up parking in this like, random parking lot where this owner was like, hey, we're gonna tow your car. I was like, that's all right, I won't be here too long. <laughs> so I went through the woods, like through this guy's back, back parking lot or whatever. And like, as I came out of the woods, I saw like all these tents and all these cars and like this music and I thought it was like, Am I in like the fast and the furious like need for speed like in real life? Like, this is like this is actually a thing, like this exists, like this is real. Yeah. And that was like, I'll remember that experience like forever because that was so cool seeing that. And that was actually the first time I also met a lot of people and as well, Mike Cozio was the first time I met him there, who's also a good friend of all of us. Yeah, yeah, neat. yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um,
1: so yeah, so that was like my first car experience. Made a video at that show with like all homemade tools. My dad helped me make like a slider out of like draw sliders and two by fours. Oh, cool. Like a glide cam type thing, like a steady cam type thing out of some weights from his basement and just some like plumbing pipe and a two by four screw to the top of that. Uh, and made that video, which is still out there too. And that was like, that video did really good starting out. So that was like my first actual
0: car video. Cool, man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you started going to shows, started doing stuff. How, wh- uh, how What's your process like for editing?
1: Um, the editing process is kind of various from film to film or from video to video. Uh, if it's more of a film where it's something that's like for a client or even if it's just for fun for a car show or for a car feature, it's... Sometimes we'll think about it in advance and see what would make the best video, or what relates to this owner, what relates to this car show, that would be interesting for people to see, or that would help tell the car show story, the owner's story. And we'll think about that, we'll storyboard something out, we'll have a phone call, we'll FaceTime and we'll figure out, hey, what do you want your video to be about? Or what do you want, what do you want the message to be to get your, your followers or your fans or whatever to, to enjoy your car show or to enjoy this feature of your car? Like, what do you want people to remember about it? So we'll think about all that we'll put all that into kind of a storyboard idea we'll either we'll draw it out or we'll just write out the ideas because i can't draw um we'll write out all the ideas and the video will go from there it'll go from that that beginning point of where do you want your video to be and then we'll figure out how we want to relate that or how we want to like show that message off people in yeah. video form uh we'll go from that and like go out there and film those actual shots or in like the other case of things it's kind of just like hey let's go and just film cool stuff where it's like a car show like first class or yeah. like it's a feature where I just want to film this car we'll just go find some cool locations film something cool I'll go back home I'll find a cool song and I'll put it to it and be like wow that actually came together pretty cool so sometimes yeah. you're just kind of like winging it because we want to wing it we wanna just make something fun yeah and that's what it is most of the time but the storyline storyboard stuff is cool too because then you get to kind of really show what the client's looking forward or looking for to show off to their audience or yeah, to show absolutely. off to their Brand or whatever.
0: Yeah, the pro the process of making it is probably pretty fun. And yeah, no, planning that's the, it and oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you
1: always get that feeling where you get like this one edit and you cut and then you play it back or whatever and you see it like what you imagined in real life and you're like oh
0: that's cool that
1: was cool like there's always that one time in every video like if you don't have that feeling when you ed- when you're editing a video at least once like you're doing something wrong yeah. and you have to go back and make sure you get that feeling because you'll see that and you're like oh like i did that like <laughs> sick like that's the best that's the yeah. best best feeling you can get
0: so i've always wondered what's your computer setup like i know i'm pretty sure you have one for like in your studio and then one you probably take to like travel so tell us about that yeah so i have i think it's the. It's fairly old,
1: I want to say, though. It's, I think it's the 2011 MacBook Pro, or Mac Pro, the one that looks like a shiny trash can.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I have that
1: with, like, upgraded RAM. I think it has, like, 64 or 32 gigs of RAM. Oh, I didn't even
0: know you could upgrade that much for those. Yeah, th- no those lot. ones
1: you could, because you just, you kind of, like, unlock the trash can, pick it up, and you could pop in the RAM in the back. It's, oh, pretty, cool. it's pretty easy. Um, but upgrading RAM only does so much. Yeah. Uh, so I have that at home with a couple of raids to store all my videos on all storage and whatnot. Um, and then to go, I just have the new MacBook Pro with the touch bar. Oh, cool, cool. Which is useless. Never used it. <laughs> don't buy it. It's not. You don't need it. It's stupid. It's cool. It looks cool. The, you can see the emojis come up. That's about it.
0: So do you find yourself editing more like at home in your studio or like on the go when you're traveling? Yeah, yeah. definitely
1: definitely at home because I like to sit down. I have two monitors at home I can look at. I can keep like songs open on one and keep scrolling through songs and have my Final Cut window open on one side uh, and edit there. Um, I don't know. Editing on the go is okay but I have like good speakers at home and good, good monitors at home that I can like to listen to headphones are great but uh i don't think you can kind of beat monitors and, and hearing that sound yeah um, and it's good like being in an enclosed location you know just like being there to work whether yeah. you're on the go you're like you're probably doing something else you're probably not there to work you just happen to have time to work yeah. so being sit down and having being there to work and get something done just feels better yeah. for me
0: so another thing i've always wondered too is like do you normally tend to have like a pretty big backlog of videos that you have to get to to edit or like you know aka like also like what videos you currently have coming up yeah. Like while we're sitting here. Right yeah, now. no, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of that's like one of my main struggles with my YouTube account in general is like having that lull or that dull, whatever the verb would be, in between videos. So you know, like vloggers, daily vloggers, they'll put out a video every day, and they'll always have content out, which is great because that's what people want—they feed, 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 feed on content. Yeah. Whereas on me, where I can't really film edit, upload a video on one day because that process takes a while. That process could take weeks or that process could take months to finish one film. So that's where my struggle is where I could go and I could film every day of the week, film a different film every day of the week, but I can't upload those videos the same day. So that leaves me with huge gaps in between my uploads. So maybe like a month ago I was uploading a video every day for like two or three weeks straight because I had, Gotten a lot done recently, so I was able to upload those videos But before that prior to that I didn't have any videos up for like a month or two and that's where I am right now Yeah, I'm in this dull where I haven't had a video up in like a month I'd say at least and that's kind of Pains me a little bit from my YouTube channel because it's like people aren't seeing anything. They may not subscribe Nothing's really enticing. them yeah. to Yeah, it's always tough back. to do that. Yeah, so I do have a lot of stuff like backed up right now I do have a bunch of videos yeah. backed up right now Like I have first-class fitment, <laughs> which is a great car show If you guys haven't heard about first-class fitment, you gotta check it out next year Princeton Airport um, I first lost equipment. I have RWB Kitchener, I have RWB Atlanta to edit, I have h uh, 2 from this year, they have movie for that I have a little feature of my car I just filmed Oh, so okay. right cool. on, right on, Yeah, I'm looking
0: forward to that one Yeah, thanks,
1: <laughs> uh, and then vlogs for all of those, behind the scenes for all those, Gotcha. so, a lot
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one thing that I struggle with when I upload for, for the podcast and my channel is that, is the whole waiting game like waiting to upload, waiting to all my like transfer everything and it's just like a big struggle
1: yeah i mean that's kind of the benefit like i don't i don't have that as much because while i'm waiting for stuff to back up or while i'm waiting for stuff to upload i have all these other things to be working on so i can click upload put it on the other monitor or just put the window down and and then work work. on stuff that's awesome yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so you just did a collaboration with audi tell us about that
1: yeah that was really cool uh so i got like an email and they're like hey uh this is audi do you want to take like this q7 around for the weekend in the hamptons during the film festival and then maybe drive like an R8 or an R7 around. I was like, I guess, fine, <laughs> I that'll guess. be cool, right? So I was like, hell yeah, sign me up. They're like, bring a friend, come down to the Hamptons for the weekend and drive this car around, see a film at the film festival on us and then take part in this mini rally the next day and maybe you will drive a cool car. And I actually got to drive an Audi R8, which was awesome. That was my first time driving an R8, which is really cool. Uh, so that was just a crazy overall experience. And to to be able to work with, start working with major brands like that is really cool. I have another gig, Coming up, that's very similar to that. That I can't talk about just yet, but it's very similar to to something like that as well. A major brand deal, major automotive. Is it brand. major automotive? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Cool. Mm-hmm, man. Which is something very similar where I'll take photos and vlog my experience, and then that gets that's uploaded. That's pretty cool.
0: What, when, yeah. when can when, uh, when are you getting into that?
1: That'll be at the end of this month. Cool. Yeah, over in over in LA. I just can't say what it is yet. Oh, cool. I'll man. tell you after.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Looking yeah. forward to that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, I know that you 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 were taking uh, Cody around for. Uh, you know, for your, the process that you build in your car, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Who did you have by your side for this Audi gig? I know Cody couldn't make it out to that, right?
1: Yeah, my friend uh, my friend Hunter came out with me. Uh, he's been a good longtime friend as well, also in the automotive scene. He works for... Uh, Gear, or gear, gear, gear Patrol.com, I think that's okay, what it that is. Okay, cool. Um, so he knows what he's talking about as well. So he came along with me, helped me vlog. He did some of the behind-the-scenes for me. And he also does photography, so it's beneficial. Oh, that's me. very so beneficial, somebody, yeah. yeah somebody Someone you can enjoy. trust to capture it. Oh, yeah. The trust it. is a big thing. The yeah. trust is a big thing, too. Because it's like, you're going to be around this big brand. <laughs> there were, like, famous people at these parties that we went to. It's like, I don't want somebody It's like a random friend that I can't really tr- right, yeah, yeah. trust the best. So yeah. That's he was a good cool. person to have. That's cool, man. Thanks what? for coming,
0: Hunter. <laughs> was he the only one? <laughs> Him and who else, did you say? Just me and Hunter, yeah. Oh, but okay. there were
1: other, like, they brought in two other influencers or three other influencers, I believe. And then they had, like, a party one day at, like, this mansion where, like, there were famous people like um, Jordan, uh, Jordan Peele from McKee and Peele and actors and
0: other famous that's awesome actors, yeah, yeah I, I saw those videos for that and I was like that's kind of cool so I was wondering like <laughs> whether they reached out to you or you reached out to them and I was like that's either way it's super cool yeah no, super humbling super
1: awesome and definitely appreciate that that opportunity Thank yeah. You. yeah yeah, that's
0: cool. so uh, I know you've been talking a lot about it on your Facebook but you recently just got an Xbox uh, <laughs> what, what I was wondering like what games are you mainly uh you know, looking to play, and, and can we expect crispy on a on Twitch? Ooh, maybe.
1: So <laughs> all my friends were telling me, yeah, well, crispy's got to get on Twitch now. You could borrow my account, start there. Um, so I got an Xbox One X or whatever, just because I want to see what it looks like in 4K. Because the last Xbox I had was the 360, and that's somewhere in a case with all my old college stuff somewhere. So I don't even know. Uh, but I just picked up the new Call of Duty just because I kind of missed that being able to just like talk to and meet new people online. You have your headset on, you have your mic, you're talking to people, you're kind of working together with with how like the game's gonna go, or whatever, which is kind of cool. Um, so maybe a Twitch, maybe because like people are like, hey, you're on Twitch. Why aren't you editing my video? Yeah. So like, if a client sees you playing games, yeah, it's probably not the best. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. gotta
0: be not cool. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's why I haven't really put my gamer tag out there because I don't want to see me people seeing me play when I should be probably working on a client's video. <laughs> I'm not saying that I am or that's what I'm doing, but you know. yeah, yeah, but it's fun. It's cool. Maybe we'll see something in the future.
0: Yeah, man, Twitch has really blown up. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. People like live streaming like twenty four seven their lives yeah. or like, that stuff's crazy. And like people are always donating. Like I've been watching this one guy who does call of duty Uh, who streams Call of Duty or whatever like when he plays and he's like crazy good and there's donations coming across the screen like every minute just for him playing and people like like him and support him which is crazy
0: that's really cool yeah is that the game that you're mainly looking just to play or or are there other games
1: I mean I definitely want to get into like I got so many DMs about you know
0: pick up Forza Horizon 3 you gotta get so
1: we can play and drift (laughs) together we do like little car mates which is awesome that's definitely something I want to do but Kind of just keeping myself to one game right now because if I get a lot, I'll probably get invested in that game yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. and that'll draw me even farther away from the edits that I have to get to. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with just Call of Duty for now. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> see, we'll see. see how it goes. We'll grab forwards in the future so I can play with everyone that's that wants me to play with them online and whatnot. But
0: yeah, it's so sorry. crazy how customizable that game has become.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of cool stuff where people have like their full livery on their cars in right, the game. Yeah. Like, wait, how can you do that? That's a video game. Yeah, like, oh, it's so, cool. so insane. Yeah. No, and it's like so cool.
0: all the stickers and all the different tracks and stuff. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. And the cars, obviously, it's oh, pretty yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, definitely want that
0: out Mm -hmm. so uh we were supposed to link up at h2o uh uh, to do this podcast but obviously it didn't work out so i was going to ask you like how was your time there uh at h2o
1: it was good uh this year a little bit more reckless than the rest (laughs) this year's aftermovie is probably just going to be a bunch of burnouts to be honest um it was a little stressful because i had some issues with my car uh that stopped me from being able to get two shoots but kozio lent me his bike which is cool i rode that around to get to some shoots one of the days yeah um so i had some troubles with that but other than that aside, I got some cool footage, I think. It was definitely a good time. I got to spend it with all my friends and whatnot. We always stay in the same apartment, which is really cool. We all stay together. We usually wind up getting together at night. Like I'm out all day filming. I'll film into the night. But then at, like later on at night, we'll all meet up and do something fun oh, and yeah, right get together, which is cool. But I had a great time filming it. Met a bunch of cool people this year. Like always, like every year I come out with a new group of friends, all the people that I wind up shooting. Uh, a bunch of friends from Canada come down. It's cool to see them. I get to ride in some cars that I don't usually get to ride in. And this year, this year out of all the other years was like super amazing for me because like, driving down the Strip for the first time in, in my legacy when we had all the problems fixed was, like, a crazy experience because, like, every stoplight I would stop at or, like, every time I would drive people past, would like, yo. every crowd I would pass, like, yo, that's Chris. People up like, Chris, what's up? Like, legacy, what's up? And, like, that was just, like, an overwhelming, like, humbling, like, that's experience awesome. to, like, be there and, like, everybody kind of know you. And, like, I'll go home and, like, no one knows me in my town. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, this is... But, like, being there, it feels like, like, that feels like a home to me. Like, yeah, Ocean yeah, City yeah. feels like a home just because, like, it's so it's so awesome but it's so weird just everybody knows you like everyone's like oh yo crispy or like yo you make that video or like stuff like that it's it's crazy and i appreciate that i'm super humbled and super appreciative for everyone that watches those videos and says what's up when we're we're down there every year
0: yeah so you and you had a pop-up meet this year right yeah yeah
1: yeah we we had the first one which got shut down really quick because there were just too many people and people were parked in the street and the cops just didn't want to crowd so we had to like cut that out real quick Uh, but then we went off the strip and went away from where the cops would be and we had something over there with hundreds of people showed up too which was super crazy thank you everyone for coming out to that we got to sell some merch which was cool for the first time sold merch in person and the cops did show up but they were really cool because we weren't like doing anything rowdy we were just like standing around everyone was like in a solid single line or whatever to come say what's good and pick up a shirt or pick up a sticker or something which is really cool
0: that's awesome man yeah. yeah so let's talk about your merch i know you just started doing merch tell us about that uh, like what do you what do you have and what do you plan to do and that sort of thing. just tell us about it yeah for
1: sure so uh i've been wanting to make merch for like a while now because i've seen like uh other people who have merch in the automotive scene and seeing people that go to car shows and, and car meets want to wear something automotive when you go to there most likely if it's not something like supreme or something in the hype beast realm of things people want to wear like some something automotive related, yeah. Um, support, dude. That's yeah. what you usually see. Either like hype beast style things right now. Like that's what's in or automotive related clothing. And I was like, how cool would it be to see people, somebody walking around a car show with like my name on their shirt, or like my my shirt on them. I like got a car show, so I got in touch with my friend Corey from Defy All Odds. He, he yep. helped me <coughs> kind of do all the logistics of everything.
0: Was he uh, doing the designs too, or just like the printing? He was
1: he was helping along the lines. Uh, like he he just put this on a shirt. Like this is like my OG like sticker, or whatever. He put that on a shirt and did like the design of the of the tag. Uh, and like the placement and everything. And then I had friends uh, do some of the designs. Like my friend Sam Piva did the design of the hoodie that did really good. Um, I had other friends do it, uh, some other designs. My friend Perry, a bunch of other people did the other designs. I have somebody, Mason, uh, who works in like across the uh, United States right now is working on some stuff for winter. So hopefully oh, cool. we can drop something for, for winter, yeah. which would be cool. Um, but the merch did crazy good. Like I did not yeah, expect I saw it to that, that good. People like, were
0: like buying them. Yeah, there, yeah.
1: like I bought it. I bought like 25 hoodies, I think is what I bought just as like a test run. And people were like legitimately mad at me that I didn't have enough. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know you guys wanted. Like, this is so weird. Like, this is my first time ever doing any type of merch outside of stickers. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. So I went back home and printed up at, like another 150 and those sold out like super quick. And you
0: saw a lot like online, obviously too. Yeah. I saw that like, you posted, you, just, you always going to the post office. Yeah, like
1: yeah, that. no, that's that's cool too. Cause now they like know me when I walk in. Cause I, <laughs> I buy like a uh, pink packages to kind of go with the donut yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I ship them out and they see me coming with like boxes of pink packaging and just drop off the account like, hey Chris. Thanks for giving us all this work. We'll see you later, which is really cool, and definitely appreciate everyone that picks up some type of merch and look out for something coming before Christmas, um, whether that be another hoodie or another shirt. Awesome,
0: man. But, yeah. yeah. So um, you, uh, so let's let's so let's talk about like your legacy wagon. I, I've been following the build since you started doing the vlogs and, and that sort of thing, and I know you, you debuted it at Tuner Evo, and then you brought it out to FCF, and then obviously H Tool as well. Uh, you know, just just tell us how the, you know the story of you know from when you decided that you were going to make it a build up until now.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I've had the car for since, since college. So that had to be like four or five years at this point. And uh, I've always wanted to like have a cool car. Like I shoot all these cool cars, which is awesome. But I never,
0: sense, yeah, yeah,
1: right. Like I've never, but I don't have a cool car myself. Like (laughs) I don't know that much to be able to modify a car, be able to do really my own work other than an oil change on the car, uh, which actually my friend just recently showed me how to do So like, (laughs) I can't really even say that. But um, so I got in touch with my good friend, Cody, who, Knows pretty much everything mechanical. He works at a shop right now. He knows pretty much everything. So... One day we're just chilling around. Like I always talked about it, I always brought up the idea with him. Like, why don't we make the legacy a cool car? Like it'd be awesome to have a cool camera car. Like that'd right. be sweet. So he's like, Why don't you just do it? Just like we always talk about it. Just do it. So that night we went on JapanParts.com and I just bought like a ton of different arrow. I think I bought like seventeen hundred dollars just an arrow alone. I was like, screw wow. it, this will be this'll be the thing that makes us do it. Now we'll have all this arrow. It's we'll always that like
0: one mod that gets you to just like yeah. fully dominate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was
1: just that one purchase, I'm like, all right, let's go from here on out. Uh, so those came in. And then we started installing stuff. Uh, I think we, we made a video in like April or, or May saying that, hey guys, we're gonna be modding the legacy we put down on the YouTube channel. And two to three months later, we had the car done and completed to where we wanted it. It was just crazy. Like we had an entire build from like a stock car to like an awesome... Again, I, I don't know if I want to say build, but I, I I'll say build for the for the lack of better terms. Like it's not crazy engine build or anything like that. Right. But uh, we had our build completed within a few months. Or Cody had the build completed within a few months. <laughs> I didn't do too much, uh, and a lot of the people helped as well. Obviously, of course, everyone that all the sponsors and whatnot, which we'll mention later. But um, got all those sponsors on board. Sent out like proposals. I made up wrote up a proposal to send out to all these sponsors, uh, and a lot of people got on board, which is awesome. And thank you to all of them, which we'll mention in a second. Yeah. But um got the parts in, we did a vlog, we tried to do a vlog and an update for every in part that we did. So we were like
0: major mod, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. or anything that was kind of cool. Just so one, so the sponsor got a video with their name on it and their parts being installed. And two, so we could have more content for the YouTube channel. The more content, the more viewers, the more subscribers, the more success, the more yada, yada, yada. Um, and so we did all that. We, the car was like slowly coming along which is awesome and then we had our first show coming up which was Tune Revolution that was the show we wanted to yep, debut that's where it you at. Debuted, yeah, yeah I yeah. exactly. wanted to debut it at like Wicked Big Meat earlier on in the year but that was a I don't even know why I thought that the car wasn't even like no parts were in yet but like, I don't know <laughs> we'll have it there next year but we had a at Tuner It was really cool. A lot of people crowd, crowded around the car. Got to like pull a sheet off the car. It's like yeah, super, super cool. I was like, cool. maybe it was extra. Maybe we did a little it was bit like too much. Like super official. Yeah. Maybe we did, maybe it was a little a little bit too much, but it was cool. It was just cool to do, and it looked yeah. nice for the vlog, which was neat. Sometimes you just do stuff to make a cool video. You know, at the yeah. end of the day. So we did that, which was really neat. But um, definitely, just want to take a quick second to thank the sponsors. If that's okay
0: with yeah, you. Yeah, of course, dude. Cool. That was actually one of my questions. Okay, like, cool. Who your responses are? Go for it.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I made like this little proposal, and I was I sent it out to all these companies. A bunch of them got back. I'm like, yeah, let's do something cool. I want to see a video, like. I gave them all these statistics, and whatnot. But like it's gonna, like it's gonna bounce back and it's gonna be beneficial. So uh, if I forget anybody here, sorry, but uh, <laughs> definitely want to thank Accuair for doing the air suspension, Rotiform for the three PCCVs that we have in the car, uh, Yellow Speed Racing USA for the big brake kit that we have, which you can't really see, but it's there.
0: It's there. Uh, yeah, right. It's, it's, uh, it's stopping you. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Oh, they're, they're good. Uh, and I think you know uh, Nick Kraft. Yeah. For uh, from A Plus. So he, uh, they, him and Zach um, tinted and wrapped the car. Uh, serious innovations did the trunk setup that we have in there. Put in all the uh, Acura parts and the struts, uh, and did that cool hardline setup in the back. We got uh, Cobb and Grim Speed on board, which helped with some engine performance uh, modifications. So we're 253 on a Mustang Dyno, which isn't anything crazy, but yeah. it's quicker now, which that's, is fun. It's just yeah, fun. Yeah, that's good. That's intake. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Um, we have them we have circuit demon who came on board and they did these crazy custom headlights we got to see jeff there and make these custom headlights by
0: yeah hand. i saw that video that turned out yeah, really cool that was
1: crazy like i didn't know like all that work went into it and, like seeing him cut these acrylic plates and like seeing what he's doing right now from what he did back then like he's doing all these weird custom shapes and like bending the glass and whatnot
0: it's yeah crazy cool and then your video where you had like the oven and all that stuff it yeah, was yeah. super cool <laughs> right thank you
1: yeah uh and then mishimoto's on board too so to keep the car a little bit cooler uh, and I hope I'm not forgetting anyone, but I'm probably not. Accuair, Rotiform, Mishimoto, GrimSpeed, Cobb, A+, Serious Innovations, Yellow Speed. Uh, I'm probably forgetting anyone, but if I am, I'll, I'll ask Christian to put them up on the screen here somewhere. But I got you. The <laughs> list is on the back of my car, if I can remember. It's it's there somewhere. But yeah, all those guys, and then we picked up a bunch of Aero, a bunch of cool like Japanese parts because we really wanted to go for like a like a JDM style aesthetic for the car. Yeah. yeah. Um So like all the JDM bumpers, the 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 liberal Aero spoiler. Uh, the the rear garnish spoiler, the reverse light, Valenti tail lights, uh, all the arrows, like all JDM, like damn styling effects. Uh the jdm dash and the inside down to like the jdm hazard button we have yeah so it's like super cool and uh i think over the winter cody kind of wants to do like an engine build we'll we'll see yeah that was actually <laughs> my
0: next question what your future yeah. plans are
1: yeah we'll see he wants to do an engine build uh over the winter which would be cool but it's obviously again a lot more money so maybe we can bring some sponsors oh, in yeah. on that so that would be the way i'd be able to do because right now i'm trying to put my money towards uh my career and different cameras at this point and lenses and whatnot more so the car because we we had the time where we had fun. We put a lot of money into the car and whatnot. Uh, even though we had all the sponsors, it still took, took money, you know. Yeah, absolutely. For like so, the JDM parts and, yeah. the, and the service mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. I paid Cody to install and work on the car yeah, and everything yeah. like that. So that was all money to to have the car be done. So I want to put more money to those other things. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do an engine, engine build. He wants to do something over the winter. Uh, so
0: would be cool it'd be cool that. it'd be yeah. perfect like timing wise too since yeah. it's the winter and you know. yeah it's just gonna stay in the the
1: my sister's garage all winter anyway yeah. i just bought a forester xt so we're just gonna drive that around all winter just something fun as well that has a little bit of speed
0: you gonna do any work to that or you just gonna keep it stock i'm probably
1: gonna keep it the way stock right is now yeah it's got a new engine in on like 35,000 miles and the guy uh just did like all catless. uh he did like a little simple tune he said at like 16 pounds of boost so it's like not completely stock, so it sounds kind of good too, but oh, wow. um, it's fun. It's automatic too, so I don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. the wagon's manual. And like going to shoots in the city is like a pain. It's like hell yeah. driving a stick through the New York City. H- so, how did
0: you find the data? How'd you find that? how did you find it?
1: Uh, I just wanted an XT, so I went to Craigslist uh, oh, cool. and looked up an XT, and it took us a few weeks, but then we found this one guy, Jeff, uh, who dropped this new motor into a Forster and uh, it was automatic. So I was like,
0: okay, cool. That's bye. Cool, And man. it's like
1: Java, Subaru's like Java Pearl Black, whatever, which is kind of a rare color. Yeah. So I was just a little cherry on top of the That's, it
0: awesome. Cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> moving on to the next subject. Uh, so you just finished up uh, wrapping up the uh, RWB Atlanta shoot right before first class fitment. Uh, how, how was that?
1: That was cool. That was really cool. Anthony <clears throat> was there. Anthony's in the room here somewhere. He <laughs> shot it with us. Um, and our friend Sebastian came down with us to do behind the scenes as well as photo work and assistant, uh, yeah. be a PA for us. That was really cool. This was like my fifth or sixth RWB build so at this point, we kind of have it down to a science where we know what's going to happen. We know when it's going to happen, most likely. Obviously, there are errors in the car. They're older cars. Things are bound to go wrong. Or yeah. bound to go wrong. So when that does happen, we're always prepared and ready. Uh, but at this point, it's kind of cool because we know what's going to happen. So we know what to focus on. We know now not to overshoot. Like our first shoots, we would way overshoot because we just wanted to get yeah, as much you probably,
0: footage as possible. You probably had a ton oh, of footage yeah. the first couple of times. Yeah,
1: which was kind of overkill because then we need to store all that footage somewhere. And storage takes money. To buy all these hard drives and whatnot so we learned to kind of like kind of calm it down a little bit just shoot what we need to shoot to get those shots and then we'll go out and do try to do different creative shoots um like revolving around the owner revolving around the car or revolving around that area to make each video kind of different uh so this one this past one we kind of really focused on the owner and nakai their relationship uh and then christian kujan came over so them all talking all the time then uh, talking about the car, seeing what they were going to want to do next, laughing, chatting, going out to dinner. So we followed them around like everywhere this time and had him mic'd up pretty much the entire time or always had a mic under the table where they were talking. So this video will really kind of show the story and the relationship that they built over the time that they had. It's like they only get to spend like three, four days together, three, four, yeah. five days together. But that's so, enough
0: to just establish some sort yeah. of something. You mm-hmm. know?
1: And you kind of see them go from like shy at the airport, high. Pleasure to meet you, or whatever, saying greeting or whatever. To being then, like the best of Yeah, <laughs> taking shots at the end of the trip, like being like drunk on day three, like emptying out bottles of uh, Jack Daniels, or whatever he likes <laughs> to drink. It's crazy. So it's cool. This one, we'll kind of see the progression of them being like more comfortable in front of each other, yeah. as well as the car coming together.
0: Yeah. So uh, Porsche Experience Center Atlanta, tell mm, us about that.
1: That was cool. I don't know. Like we were, we were kind of like on the edge where they weren't sure like, oh, this could be a cool idea. Maybe we can get the cars over there. Yeah. Uh, and they had a plug that 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 got us in there so we were able to literally go and take a tour of the Porsche Experience Center in Georgia which was crazy uh, we got to go inside and see like all the inner workings. Their room of like simulators, which was super cool, and yeah. like them working on older cars and like places where photos and videos weren't allowed of them like doing secrety stuff, which was really cool. <laughs> we got to see all that, um, and then we got to put the cars like in their middle area where we were able to photo and and take video of them in the middle area, which is really cool because the architecture there was great. And I think that's where they did like the Avengers or the Iron Man movie, or they yeah. they just changed out something <clears throat> like, post. But it was really cool to like kind of just be there and then see them take the they took like GT3 RS out on the track and had the owners go out on the track with the cars. Uh, which is really cool.
0: That's super cool, man. Yeah. Was that was that like an all day thing or
1: uh that was our last day. That was like half day. I oh, think. okay. Yeah, that's about half day. Yeah. That's
0: pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Yeah. So you said this was like your fifth or sixth RWB film, yeah, right? We've done a few. Wh- <laughs> which I know this is a, a really tough question to ask, I'm sure, but which has been your favorite so far and why? Oh
1: man, they're not gonna <laughs> like me for this. Um <laughs> Favorite? I mean, the video I think I liked the most or like the coolest one was probably the second one we did in Philadelphia. I really liked that one because there was just a lot that happened and we went back for a second session and did the feature shoot in a second session. Uh, and the owner, Ben was really nice. His family was really nice. Um, and it snowed and it was sunny one day and snowed the next day. So there was a lot of like cool stuff in it. We got this really cool feature location into like this warehouse where we probably shouldn't have been, but we were in there <laughs> and got these really cool shots. But the more fun ones were the ones we did down in, uh, in Tampa, and in Orlando with Joe and uh, Ted, which are now really good friends that we have down there, that are the owners of those cars, and that was cool because they're kind of the same age as us. So we yeah, kind of were you able can to relate. relate to
0: them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And the sure. other ones are cool because they're adults and they're professional and they know what they're doing, but they still have fun. Like they're still kind of kids at heart it's Like that's why they have these cars. But those two were probably the most fun just because we got to have fun with those guys. Yeah. We got to joke around. We got to shoot shoot the. Whatever. I mean, yeah. You know. um, it was just cool. It was, we had a good time. Their families are always super nice and super like, they're always down to like houses if we need to be housed, if whatever, yeah. if we need to stay an extra day past our hotel or whatever. Uh, so those are really fun because we just had a good time. Like, yeah, we enjoyed ourselves. Like we're down there to work and do a job for this client, but at the same time, you have to have fun, I and mean, that's what we were able to do yeah. with somebody that we could relate to.
0: Yeah. So I've always wondered. So do you have some sort of an agreement with like Nakai where you document each and every single one of them, or do the owners just reach out to you every time there's supposed to be one, and then how, like, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So that's also a question a lot of people ask too. Is like does does we reach out to you in general, or like what? How does that work? So uh, he kind of just does his own thing. He yeah. doesn't really care about the videos. Like he, I mean, he'll watch them or he'll <laughs> see them, whatever. Like he doesn't not care. But he just does his own thing. Yeah, he yeah. does his own thing. So that's not really a big thing to him. So it's always from the owners themselves, or if it's a shop that's doing it, the shop contacts us. Um, most most of the times the shop will do it for promo they'll have it at their shop for promo and then the owner will take it elsewhere or whatnot. but it's always the owners coming to us to be like hey I have a build coming up I've seen your past documentaries I'd love to have something like that for myself for my records for my friends for my family to watch so yeah. it's, it's always the owners that contact us
0: so so uh so, the client is are the owners, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so every you know, time the, so far, yeah. the client has been the owner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have, have there been, uh, I don't really keep too much up with RWB but has, have there been any RWB builds from the first one you've done to the one you just recently did that you didn't get a chance to document? Or, or have, Um, state side? The first one, like, that I personally have been involved with. Well, no, have there been any builds, like uh, RWB builds, in the States from the from the time you did your first one to the mm-hmm. recent one that you just didn't get a chance to document? Yeah, well, yeah. so, yeah, oh yeah, they, yeah.
1: I mean, he does, like, two to three builds a week sometimes. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, he is always out there, yeah. yeah. We we did, like, two or three this year, but he's, he's built... Um, I think Atlanta was uh, US car number 69.
0: Oh wow, yeah, um, okay. So
1: he's been doing a bunch, yeah. So okay. there's, there's been a lot that have taken place. And we've gotten offers to be able to do other cars, which is very nice and very humbling to, for people to ask us to do their videos as well. But with scheduling conflicts, we right. have It to. has
0: to just like work out perfectly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the time, like, they'll know their date like a good amount of time in advance, like a yeah. year, almost a year or six months in advance, wow. so we can book that, which is good. Yeah. Cool. But sometimes you would be like, hey, have an B build next week. You wanna come and film it for us? <laughs> what do you mean? So,
0: yeah, so you yeah. don't have to give us like any details, obviously, but are, are there any uh, plans for uh, another one in the future?
1: Uh, there's in the works, maybe possibly a friend uh, just texted us when a, a, an RWB build that we did already texted us saying that RWB insert place here uh, might be contacting you, contacting you oh, soon. Wow. I told them to hit you guys up about doing a video, so hopefully that'll be coming up soon. That's so
0: awesome. Hopefully, another one, yeah, <laughs> number seven or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Man. Oh, yeah, so, um. SEMA just happened, and I know that you, you didn't get a chance to go this year or whatever, um, but I, I, I really, really, really enjoyed the vlogging that you, uh, Mike, and Anthony did for AccuAir. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. I know that was that was you know gosh like a while ago now Yeah, but I, I thought that that whole thing that you guys did was super cool. Yeah. So yeah, just tell us about that
1: Yeah, so I've always wanted to go to SEMA. <clears throat> this was in 2016 I've always wanted to go to SEMA just because like seeing everyone have a good time there and seeing like all the big Industry officials there and all the big brands and whatnot So it's always something that I wanted to go to but never really had the chance or the means uh, And so last year I know Anthony and Mike always went for AccuR They went for the past few years with them doing stuff. So I got in contact with them like hey you think you guys can kind of try to weasel me in there to them? <laughs> so they were able to hook me up with, with a gig to vlog for Acura, which is really cool. So thank you to you guys for that, uh, for hooking me up with that gig for them with Acuare and Taylor for making it happen. Um, so I got to vlog kind of behind the scenes of them shooting the all the videos they made for Acura. Like they pumped out daily videos for Acura at the show. And I got to do behind the scenes of my experience and them filming for Acuare, So it's kind of a lot in one. So I also got to walk around the show. I've had my gimbal with me. I got to actually get good shots as well, stabilized shots that I put in the vlogs. And those are kind of the vlogs that I enjoy making more because it's a mixture of the vlog style. And then you also get to put in their cool like professional cinematic shots. Yeah, and You get to meld those two together. And at the same time, you get to talk to your audience face to face or face to camera. It's a
0: cool like transition. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So we got to do that, which is really cool for like three or four days. And I got to see the setup and breakdown of SEMA of, of the Acuare booth the ins and outs, what kind of goes down when the show gets shut down. And then I got to see the rollout. We got to be like, not where we're supposed to be, but we snuck our way kind of <laughs> t- like in, into the rollout, the SEMA rollout to go to SEMA Ignited, which was really cool. Uh, I got to film all that. Got to see the cars close up. Got to meet a couple of, like other YouTubers while I was there as well. Uh, that's like the first time I met Adam LZ. And uh, I think I saw like that dude in blue there as well as some other, somebody else. But we got to do that. Then we got to see SEMA Ignited. We got to see all the drifting stuff. And all those videos got to be like four separate videos of each day we did like something different, which is really cool. And so those are like the first time I like got paid to vlog. That was like my first job vlogging, which was like, I could do this and get paid. Like other yes. than my cinematic videos, like this is sick. So I tried to do more of those from then. So that kind of inspired me to do more of the vlogs and more of the behind the scenes because I saw people enjoyed them. Like they yeah. got good views. And it was
0: like on their channel too, right? Which was cool. Uh,
1: they they would share they would share it, but it, it lives on on the Christian media. Oh, okay, count. cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, that was, really yeah
0: cool. that was a really good time. I really liked how you guys like literally showed the whole experience and then yeah. you you crossed over from like, hey, what's up, guys, and then boom, just like b-roll and cool videos yeah. and stuff that was pretty cool and it was like with friends so yeah, like it, that's yeah.
1: the best part about the vlogs is when you're with a friend uh they're with people you're no comfortable comfortable, because then you could always like mess around with each other and that like makes the viewers seem like they're more yeah. like oh i could be friends with that guy he messes around he does stupid <laughs> stuff like yeah. i do yeah yeah so
0: i always wanted to ask you you so how do you balance vlogging and then actually doing your physical you know video videos at shows yeah it, it's got to be tough i mean you're sure you have like multiple sd cards and Swapping yeah. cameras and that sort of thing.
1: hmm So I have like my main camera Which everyone asks is the Sony a7s2 right now. That's what I shoot with and then I also have Sony's little rx100 Mark 5, I want to say the most recent one or the last most recent one uh, And that's like a little camera I can put in my pocket like a little point and shoot So I have that that I used to vlog when it's me shooting so when my s when my a7s2 is is in use I'll use that to shoot uh, if it's like a paid vlog or like something I really want to vlog for sure, I'll use the A7S on like a Joby like, yeah. with the mic on top of the road mic so it's actually like best quality as possible. <clears throat> but um, so at a show, I'll do what I'm there to do, which is film the show and make sure I worry about that. And then when I can, when I have some free time, I'll take the camera and I'll be like, okay, oh, here's the you. shot I'm about to get. I'll give the camera to somebody like, hey, can you just film me doing this? Or like anybody in the crowd or like a friend or something like that. Hey, can you just film me getting the shot? I just want to talk to them or whatever. Uh, and so like all the in-betweens, all my time when I would like talk to friends or, or go grab a bite to eat, I'll use that time instead to vlog or get those vlog shots out. So instead of having just that video for the client, where that video doesn't always end up on my channel. So Yes, I get paid, but it's not really going to benefit me growing much other than monetarily wise, which is great. It's cool. But like I want to be able to grow as well on my YouTube channel. So my remedy to that is making these vlogs. So there's always going to be a video on my channel showing them that car show or that how I film something or us putting a part on the car. There's always going to be something extra. So instead of one video, I walk out with two that's awesome mm-hmm. if, if, and if I'm not doing it Cody's usually there yeah, to help most yeah. of the time and film the beh- yeah, behind the scenes yeah that extra help has
0: got to be like a huge weight off your oh, shoulders
1: oh yeah yeah and for like the Audi gig Hunter did a lot of the behind the, behind the scenes for me we'd trade off the camera what vice versa while we were driving and whatnot. not so that's super friends cool. usually help which is super cool thanks
0: guys <laughs> thanks friends yeah <laughs> so uh, we just got done with uh, First Class fitman and you got to bring out the wagon tell us uh, mm-hmm. how, how that all went
1: that was crazy that was, that was so cool because like I've shot your show for like the past like five years, I want to say, yeah, maybe, give or take. it's been a while now, yeah. And so, like, this is the first time I've had, like, my car in your show, which yeah. is crazy. Thank you again for, for yeah, accepting course, and letting me be in the show yeah. in the first place. So, uh, I got to in like, super early, parked there up parts. My friend uh, brought some parts for us that we had mailed in, like, overnight to get to us. A friend, Ahad, had, like, carbon fiber skinned some of these uh side spats or these splash guards and we put those on then cleaned the car down and like lowered it aired it out and saw it for the first time like at at your car show which was super crazy yeah uh and then i realized i had the wheels on backwards but that's besides (laughs) the fact (laughs) but we had the car at your car show first class film, which was super cool and like just that whole experience and being able to film my car at your car show and like seeing people take pictures of my car and take videos of my car and asking me to do stuff and be able to like cruise towards the airport like at the end of the day during like the sunset hours that was just a super humbling and fun experience in general like, to see my car, something I owned yeah. that I could also film at have go- show. And you've
0: been going for so many years now and then now it's like, damn, your car's in it. was yeah. pretty cool.
1: So it's such a weird feeling <laughs> to you. It's such a weird feeling rolling in and not like parking in the far grass in the back where I yeah. normally park. Like, wait, I could park in the show and get to my equipment easily now?
0: You're like, This yes. is great. <laughs> yeah, that was super cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that video. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that that's, should that's be gonna a good be coming one.
1: soon, yeah. I'm just trying to get out these like, The RWB video, I gotta get out and then. uh,
0: Is that next on your list of videos, right? Yeah, so right
1: now I'm working on uh, a 4GT rally film that we did out in Utah a few months ago with uh, Zwing, uh, Zach Wingfield. Working on that. That should be done. Should be wrapped up in like two weeks, give or take. Okay. And then I'm going to move on to the Atlanta shoot, and then probably first class and H2O and my feature shoot. Cool, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about the the Ford GT shoot. Like, uh, you know, just tell us about how did you get, you know, get hooked up with, with that?
1: Yeah. So they're the owner of that David Bannister, who runs the Ford GT forum online, yeah. uh, sent me an email, and I'm super bad at getting back to emails, but I saw this one come across. And I was like, oh, Ford GT, that could be cool. Maybe yeah. it's like actual Ford gig. Yeah. And it's not like actually with Ford. It's just this four GT form that this guy runs. Um, and he's like, hey, we usually do a video every year of the rally just to kind of document it so everyone that comes to the rally has something to look back on and has something to to watch after the rally's over. And we've had videos done, we like them, but we want to maybe go a different route this time. So they, they asked me to do it, uh, gave him a quote. We got Zach on board to be the second shooter because Zach does a lot of rally films yeah. and his style is more like guerrilla running gun kind of with his, um, he uses a, a glide cam. Um, instead of a gimbal. He also has a gimbal, but he uses the glide cam the most and he does it really well. He's able to ride around on his skateboard and get these really cool action-y shots. So to mix his action-y rally type shots, his experience with rallies, with my like cinematic style of things and putting them together is making right now for a really cool video. I'm like 10 or 11 minutes in uh, and it's making for a really cool video. We got to hang around with... like. I want to say like nine of the new four GTs. Oh, that are like wow. people rarely ever get to see one of them. Like if they do see right, one that's the at fact to see Show. like
0: nine and one, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and then like seventy or fifty other like of the 2005 five, two thousand six. I want to say is the other year that the, the wow. other GT yeah. came out in, and seeing a ton of those is really cool. And like just seeing all them all run down the uh, run down the road together down like yeah. these Utah strip roads was like. Oh
0: and then so, you vlog this as well yeah yeah so yeah. Cody, cody was there as yeah, well yeah,
1: yeah. we had brought cody on as a production assistant so he helped behind the scenes and take some photos for them because they make like an album sometimes so his photos will be like in their album And then he also did all the behind the scenes for us that's so really we'll cool. have vlogs for every day showing people how we filmed what we filmed why we filmed it
0: that's yeah. awesome man yeah. yeah i'm looking forward to that one as well <laughs> yeah those,
1: some of those shots are killer like seeing these cars out in the desert and then seeing them out on this track. And like Henry Ford III was there, like seeing a member of the Ford family, like talking with him and interviewing him. That's like,
0: insane. What? Like, that was yeah. so cool. Yeah. So he's gonna make your video. For oh he, so he's yeah, he's in there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He's, I mean, he kind of has to. be, yeah, how, can he, he, how can he not? Yeah.
1: <laughs> His name is on the car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's yeah. a must. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So my next question for you is pretty random. So I remember on one of your RWB RW vid- videos, you use like your digital recorder to make like a tire, t- uh, you know, the tire turning sound. Is that mm. something like to make the sound effect? Is that something that that you do often in your videos?
1: I try to when I can. If I see an area where it's like, oh, I didn't get that sound or we didn't record that sound. What I'll do first is I'll go on to uh, freesound.org, I want to say, is the website where you guys, anybody could really go there and make an account. And people kind of just upload as they please of random sound bits or or sound bites of just random audio. Like you can really find anything on the website and it's free. You can just download it. Yeah. Um, and so I'll try to find sounds that can match up on there, whether it's like birds chirping or nature sounds or tire screeching or anything, and see if there's something similar there to that I'd like. And if so, I'll download that, put it under there and mess with it a little bit if I can uh, to make it kind of fit in the scene. But if not, I'll go and kind of, kind of fully it myself. Where in that case, for like the tires spinning on the ground in this guy's garage. I went into my garage, took yeah, like I my saw spare that. tire, yeah, yeah. took the spare tire, took the recorder and just spun it a few times, bunch, and then put it in, like, kind of tried to match it up with the spin that he did in the actual video so it sounded like that, put that audio underneath the clip and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. I was yeah.
0: like, whoa. Yeah,
1: and for like 20 last year, we had this like scene where the wind's blowing the stop sign because we had like a hurricane. The wind's blowing the stop sign and that audio would have been really cool but like the scratch in-camera audio was just like, just like yeah. from the wind, you know? So uh, someone's gonna cut that and make like a jiff. So I went in my garage, I have like this street sign that I don't know how it got there. I definitely didn't take it, Uh, but I have this street (laughs) sign and so I just took that and I like banged it against a metal like step stool in my garage, and, like wiggle it around, recorded that, put it in, and no one would know that wasn't the stop sign hitting yeah. the metal pole.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. And super. you have, you have a Zoom H4, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, the Zoom H4 n and, and like the Zoom One, just for like smaller situations right. if need be. Yeah.
0: That's super cool. And you really? always you always bring that along for like interviews and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: because yeah, that's that's what I record the audio for for the rolling shots or for interviews or to go right into a board or something like that. Yeah.
0: That's super cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next question, uh, f- uh, I so I did so I've been doing this podcast now. It's third episode. Thanks again for doing this. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so the first uh, interview that I got to do was with Nick Craft. Uh, so you know you guys linked up together and collaborated. Uh, he got to wrap your car, uh, you know, for your build, and you know I, I got to talk to him about that, and it was really cool seeing his side of the story. But you know I was going to ask you your side, like how things go, how things went, how you guys linked up, and that sort of thing. You know, so just tell us about that experience.
1: For sure. So. I really like the the stock color on my on my wagon, which is Subaru's uh, Obsidian Black Pearl, which is a crazy cool color. But there's just too many imperfections to kind of save it at that point. And I always talk to Nick Kraft. Like I've been I've known him since like I shot his like Sans Nation feature years ago after a WECFest event. Uh, and I always told him like Hey, if I want to like get my car up, can I come to you or whatever? He's like Yeah, come to me. We'll we'll do something. We'll have some fun. We'll have a good time. We'll make it happen. So I was like, okay, cool. One day when I have a fun car, who knows when, like at that point, I was like, I'll never have a cool car. I'll just tell him, I'll tell Nick right now I'll come to him to, for business. But lo and behold, this year we do something and uh, we make the car what it is now. And so I hit up Nick and was like, Hey, do you want to fall through? Do you want to do this? He's like, hell yeah, come through. We'll, we'll do something we figure out a time. So we figured out a time that worked best for us. I, I went down there uh, with Cody for a few days. Cody stayed for a few time for, for a couple of days. Then he had to go to Florida for something else. Um, so we, we wrapped the car, he, him and Zach wrapped the car together. They tinted the car first, then wrapped it uh, in Avery gloss pearl black, which wound up being more of a gray, we found out. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine, uh, it matches the wheel, the face of the wheel is oh, really cool, was like the rotiform wheels. perfect matching, yeah. man. So I was like super, I was stoked on that. I wasn't mad or upset at all. I was actually, like, wait, that's actually, was like a happy mistake, this is cool. <laughs> um, but next year I'll probably go black, black, black. But we had a great time, uh, we stayed there. I stayed uh, in his little office area while they were wrapping the car and I would come out occasionally and, and, and vlog. and film them doing it because that was part of our deal that I would vlog and film the car yeah. uh, in the process to kind of help them uh, for the promotion side of things uh, while I was editing something else. So we were there for like three, four days. And after that, we went to do like a little pop-up meet. Once it was done, we like literally rolled it out of the shop. Once they were done wrapping it, the last piece rolled into our pop-up meet. A bunch of people came up, said what's good, complimented the car, got to see Nick's car, got to see Zach's car. And people came from like all over just to kind of say what's good and hang out, which is really cool. Yeah,
0: that was super cool. I, I was talking to Nick about how... A lot of people came and it was like super last minute
1: yeah no that was crazy yeah we decided like the day before like hey let's let's do a pop-up meet and show off the car like being complete because like the one we did for the headlights at circuit demon like people came from all over too for that and that got crowded like the day before it's so, like let's do another one just help like show off show off what you just what you just did like this is awesome you guys did a great job i want to be able to show this off to people like right now and yeah. we were able to do that with the, the youth stuff like making a post on instagram which is crazy
0: that's cool man yeah yeah, and, and uh, it was just—it's—it's it's really nice now seeing that both of your guys' like stories, and it's really cool. And I'm—I'm and I'm sure, like, if you ever do decide to change like a col- the color, like, I'm sure you guys will. Yeah. Will link up again. Yeah.
1: We'll see what we can do next. <laughs> Probably go darker with the tints this time too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. What percentage yeah. are you at now?
1: I don't know. I forget. It's nothing crazy. It's like because like New York is super strict with their tint laws. Is it like,
0: legal? Is it at least legal or do? You? No. No.
1: No. Yeah. Because they don't like in New York, nothing is legal at this point. Like it's so bad. It's yeah. So terrible. But. Um, I forget what it is but i definitely want to go darker next year just for just for yeah yeah so you
0: so you've gained quite a huge following on your youtube channel and instagram uh what's been your most like memorable fan experience most memorable fan experience
1: oh man uh i mean it's hard to pick but i can kind of i can kind of i guess experience it's not so much an individual as it is a collective of people which i would say um, was Stance Wars Houston last year, which is actually going on today. The show is actually going on in Houston. I actually got a message, a DM this morning when I was checking my DMs that said, "Hey, uh, do you prefer Red Bull or Monster? I want to bring one to you today at Houston." I was like, oh, "I'm not gonna be
0: there. I'm sorry. Thank you so much, but
1: I'm like, I'm not gonna be there." Um, it just which, didn't
0: work out timing. Yeah, either. we had a wedding yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. to film here
1: in Virginia, so it wasn't gonna. I wouldn't be able to make it down there and be able to film as much as I would be able to. So last year I went to Stance Wars Houston. Stance Wars is a show I shoot for a lot. They're great people. Great show. Uh, good time uh they brought me out to their houston show and i shot with some people out there my friend clay now my friend thomas now that i met out there and a few other people uh that we filmed with that were just super super like beyond nice like the southern hospitality to like a whole nother level like i got down there and shot with them like super late into the night and they were willing to just like stay out as late as they needed do as much driving as they needed to do to get all the shots um and then clay uh was super nice clay has this crazy rx7 this red rx7 that's on there just so gorgeous um and he was just super super nice and like one of the nights he took me out to like a club with their friends and like got us all bottle service like got me free bottle service and like took us out just had a great time i was like this is awesome like what this is like no one's done no one's ever i've never (laughs) had bottle service before like who am i um and then the next day we saw our friend thomas and some other people and thomas took the group of people and us out and Mm -hmm. other people that were with thomas his friends um took us out after we filmed all day long uh, we got lunch together. He bought, bought me lunch, bought everyone lunch. He brought everyone then, or they brought everyone, all of us to get ice cream and massages. Whoa. Like they brought us massages and it was sitting wow. there in like a room with like these 12 people I just met that day getting massages in this room, <laughs> which is a little weird, but it was super cool. They're super like, it feels so good. Though. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the, the other day was the show itself. And that was like, that was the first, one of the first times I had like a line of people to meet me and like i couldn't do my job physically to, which was there to film the stansworth houston show because there was such a long line of people there to meet wow. me which was crazy so now we've kind of figured out like okay we'll we'll set off an hour during the show to go to the side go to attend like meet, meet greet, people say yeah. what's up you know talk to people um so that was the first time i ever had like a line i was literally there for like two hours like meeting people and like talking to people like signing stickers and signing phones and stuff like that and i was like mike i, I I don't know what to do. Like Mike's the guy who runs the show. He's like, I don't know what to do. Like I gotta film your video, but there's people here. So I was like at one point I had to just like, kinda like w- yeah. walk away, like, I need to get this job done. And so like I, the rest of the time I wound up just like running around and going from car to car to car to car to, car to try to get as much as I could Just I spent half the day talking to people. Yeah. And that was like the most humbling experience I had up until that point because not, I've never had that many people like come up to me and like talk to me about my work or like say that I inspired them to do something or that, that now they have a YouTube channel or that they just enjoy what I put out, which is crazy. And that was like the most humbling experience. And I talk about it in those vlogs from that trip as well, that that was like that experience with meeting Tom Thomas and clay and the other people that we shot with that week. And that I'm probably forgetting, cause I'm a bad friend. Mm-hmm. Um, And then all people that came up at the show, like that that experience as a whole, not one individual, but those that experience as a whole in Houston as a whole was like, shout out to Houston because that was just that was such a crazy cool time. Like, I don't know, it's kind of it's like kind of emotional too because I was like, I'm just some kid making videos on the internet. Like, I'm here from like New York. Like, no one should know me. You know, like, why do people know me? This, and then is, like, you were this just, is weird.
0: Like, blown away. Yeah,
1: like that was that was such a cool experience. So thank you to everyone out in Houston, shout out awesome. to y'all.
0: That's awesome, man. Hell yeah. So you have, there's this thing where people usually have you like sign things. What's been like the craziest? Like, what are some things that you've signed that you've just been like, I is, I just signed this. Wow. Is this
1: podcast like PG? <laughs>
0: and I go for it. It doesn't matter.
1: All right. So <laughs> so like never signed a pair of tits before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, and so like we're in Canada and this girl comes up to me and she's like can you sign my boobs? I'm like, what? She's like, no, yeah, can you sign my boobs? My brother's gonna film it. I was like, wait a second, what did you just say? First of all, your brother's gonna film it? Like if I was your brother, I'd be smacking me right now. And uh, so yeah, this, this grew up in Canada. Whoever you are, shout out to you. That's that probably the weirdest thing I signed. <laughs> a pair of boobs up in Canada, which is not weird. It's what's boring. what's
0: the most common thing you've thought you've signed? Uh, cell, phones. cell phones. Cell phones. Oh yeah, wow, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'm sure like your stickers and shirts and stuff. Yeah, everyone right? who
1: usually buys a sticker comes back and like I soon signed sign sticker, which is really cool, and I'm always down to always down to do that. Because I mean, obviously they're because I have all these people watching and the, all these subscribers, like that number. Next to my name clearly helps me. Like people say like social media numbers don't mean much. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. so I owe those people a lot. So I'm down to just sit and chat and like yeah. sign stuff or whatever and say what's good or whatever for as long as yeah. it's gonna take. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and my and my goal with this with this interview is just like for those people that just like want to know more about you. Yeah. And you know, obviously we've <laughs> we've learned a lot about you so far, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is really cool.
1: <laughs> Save me some time in lines. No, I'm just kidding. You guys come up tip up.
0: <laughs> so um is there is there any advice that you would you would give to, like, an up-and-coming photographer or videographer who's just, like, now getting into it?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, everyone always asks, like, what camera do I have? What camera should I buy? Like, what do you edit with? Like, all those simple questions. And it's kind of, like, what you're going to be most comfortable with and to not kind of just deep dive, like, right away into, like, an A7S 2 Like, you don't need that right away. Right. Everyone always says that, yes, but it's, I mean, it's the truth. Like, pick up, like, a Canon T2i, T3i, like, something simple with like a flip out screen and whatnot just and so you just get practice. like the basics yeah. down yeah. yeah everyone always tries to like pour their money into something right away and like okay if you have the money go ahead pick up an a7s like an older a7s and see what it's like see if you enjoy it if not sell it or whatever but um it's definitely like everyone always asks, what should I charge for shoots? I don't know. I'm gonna do my first shoot. What should I charge? Like my first shoot's like I never charged. Like I just did it to do it. Like it yeah. was cool. It was fun. And then like my first ever shoot, I was like, I can make money from this. And my first paid photo shoot was this was actually an Audi R8, and I made a hundred bucks for the entire day. Like, I spent the wow. entire day and then editing, editing the photos as well. Whenever I did that that, that time, I took and I made. I walked away with a hundred bucks, which was cool. Um, but the thing would definitely be to to do as much as you can to start i would say and then once you've kind of done a lot try to slow down and and focus in on what you enjoy the most or what you find yourself to be best at or what you're not good at and get better at it uh whether that be like your rolling shots or like my videos are cool but like there's no audio it's like i don't hear the car so maybe go get a recorder or or use your cell phone to have that person record audio while they're driving around while you're doing your yeah uh footage or whatever because that iTouch iPods channel I have has over 800 videos on it and that was only in the span of a few years and like my channel right now maybe it's like 200 videos so I have like thousands of videos backlogged that I've done and now just now like that was in 2010 2009 just now I'm beginning to like grow my audience and grow my videos and get better and better so like it didn't happen overnight by any means so it's definitely you're going to be doing a lot of free work to begin and that's fine like whatever because yeah, it's, a
0: a it's a learning experience yeah, yeah. you're gonna it takes have time to. yeah
1: and like watch watch videos on youtube like that's that's what i did growing up and i i st- stuck around my friends like i before i made videos i learned and and pretty much tried to Revolve my videos around, or kind of make my videos kind of how Anthony makes his videos, or, or Mike Coziel made their videos. Like I, they were around before I was making videos, making videos. So I watched theirs, and I was like, okay, I can kind of maybe I'll take that move from him and that move from Mike or whatever, and kind of like make them into my own kind of thing. Um, thanks for letting me steal your stuff, Ant. Uh, so, so I would, so I would kind of like copy them and like. Follow other people. So maybe go out there and see who you like. See whose videos you like and kind of like mimic them for a little while just so you can kind of practice. And it's not bad to kind of do what they're doing as long as that's not what you continue continue to do. Right. As long as you can kind of morph it into your own thing. Um, That's what I would definitely do. So if you enjoy my videos or if you enjoy Anthony's or Mike's videos or anybody else's videos, like go out there and kind of maybe try to copy their video. Like go out there and make a shot for shot video and be like, oh, wait, I can actually make those shots myself. What or or what am I not doing right that I can't get my shots similar to theirs? Do that and then go out there and kind of make it your own and do something your own because if you just kind of copy somebody it's going kind to of, right you're going to be able to tell it's a yeah. copy and paste of anything yeah and another
0: thing too that i really like about art is is if you surround yourself around creative people who are doing the same stuff oh, you yeah. are you it's you learn off them you feed off them yeah and you know i do that with design i think you know i'm friends with a lot of people who are designers and we just you know give each other feedback and mm-hmm. ideas and Always bouncing stuff off each other, and that's, I feel like, is the best way to grow. And then obviously, YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is yeah. Super cool.
1: Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy good platform for that. And like, my dad's an, an illustrator and an artist, and my mom used to like, do graphic design stuff for like DC Comics and whatnot. So I definitely learned a lot and took a lot from them growing up, like being around all that like drawing and all that like creativity was definitely beneficial
0: yeah, as well. That's super cool. So yeah, so tell us more about your parents. Like I didn't know they yeah. were like artists. <laughs>
1: yeah. So my dad's my dad's an illustrator and artist. He does a lot of children's books, illustrations. He teaches like an art school at Mayors College. Uh, my mom used to do stuff for DC Comics, so, like all the Superman packaging and stuff like that. Wow. Um now she she manages a store right now. But uh, uh I definitely always like learned because I was always around that like growing up. And, and being able to like have my dad like show me how to draw stuff, like I draw, like st- <laughs> from drawing stick figures to like watching him draw and like being able to make like actual something that resembles a person from a stick figure because like being able to learn from him and just being around them, like they would always be the people I would ask about, like financial stuff. Like how much should I charge my first shoe And he'd yeah. be like, well, when I started out illustrating, I'd be like, here's what I would do. So I would kind of like, be able to have somebody to base around or base it around, which was awesome. Uh, and having that like stable support, like I, I have them read over every contract that I sign, you know, just yeah. to make sure I like call my dad down to read down over every contract. Um, and obviously I understand not everybody has that but if you can find like a friend or a mentor yeah. that can kind of do something similar and that's willing to assist you and willing to help you um, see if there's somewhere where you can benefit them at the end of the day to kind of make it a mutual uh, exchange if you can do that that's definitely something that I would recommend to do before you even buy a camera like find someone that you can learn from or, or watch somebody that you can learn from whether that's seeing them and meeting them in real life or subscribing to their YouTube channel and following them for, for a month or two yeah. seeing what they do following or even their like behind offer
0: to assist some of these people that you look oh, yeah. up to because you can just you know Eat off that, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what Cody did, that's yeah. what he wanted
1: to do. So, I brought him on a bunch of shoots, like, and he's getting better and better as well because he gets to go to all these things <clears throat> and gets to have like all these new experiences and 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 see meet other people that I meet as well that are, do the same thing that are in the same realm. So, it's, it's clearly beneficial because I've seen him get better over time yeah. as as he's uh moved on with his photography stuff. So, yeah, see if you can find a mentor. Uh, parents definitely beneficial if, if they're kind of in the same yeah. realm and whatnot. I definitely owe a lot to them, um,
0: yeah cool man they're cool Cool people so your parents are a really big uh big influence uh you know growing up and whatnot who would you say has been your biggest influence in life with professionally with what you've been doing lately in life or just with like the whole video thing yeah like who who have you learned from the most like out of your group of friends or just anybody or it doesn't even have to be anybody you really know someone you follow i mean
1: with like the automotive stuff, it's gotta be like Mike and Anthony. Cause like, we're always talking, we're always like around each other. We're always working together on different projects and whatnot. And being able to like see the videos that they put out and then come back and be like, that was like a really cool shot. Like, I don't want to steal that shot from him, but like, <laughs> how can I do something similar to that? You know? And like, they've like, we've probably all done the same thing to each other, you know, like in the, in the, realm of things of being like seeing somebody else's video and be like, wow, that's actually really cool. Or that, that shot that he decided to do that transition or pan, excuse me, was really cool. Um, I would have to say those guys. If if not, because like and that, and then then like anybody else who's in the automotive scene right now, like uh, like Robbie Works or Abandoned Visuals or or Zach, like we mentioned earlier, anybody that's like crazy big right now, doing crazy cool stuff or just working on cool projects, like Robbie Works, is like out in. Latvia or somewhere across the country, but they're still putting out these crazy videos. I love bases out there in the UK putting oh, out man, these crazy cool videos. Right. And these people don't have crazy big audiences, but they still put out work that's leaps and bounds better than mine. Like the audience doesn't mean you have good videos. Yeah. So I watch these guys' videos I'm like, oh like Robbie works, knocks it out of the park. The work they create is insane and they don't have a big YouTube channel, yeah. but they have awesome clients and they make awesome work and they're really good at what they do. Yeah. So those guys and anybody kind of in the same realm right now that's doing stuff better than that better than, than I'm doing it, that will allow me to kind of like Aspire to to those guys. Yeah. The way some people might also look up to me, which is crazy to just think about that. I'm doing the same exact thing. So they're like people are afraid to come up and be like, "Hey, you inspire me." Like I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, or like I don't want to come up to you and say it. But like I'm doing the same thing right now that you're doing to me to somebody else. So like like you're not alone, and it's like it's not something to be like embarrassed or shy about. Like I'm literally doing the same exact thing you're doing to somebody else. Yeah, like I think yeah, I else.
0: think that's how all artists are, and it's yeah. pretty cool to think about. Oh yeah, that you can't ever be like super big to the point where you're not looking up to somebody.
1: Yeah, and if you are, you're doing something wrong or, like, <laughs> yeah. or you're just like too good. You yeah. just stop.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, where, do you, where do you see yourself in the next few years? I don't know. Like
1: I was like this year, I really told myself I wanted to see how big I can grow my YouTube channel yeah. and if I could grow it to the point where that could be my main source of income uh, and then I could pick and choose jobs throughout the year that I'd like to do like some of those Audi gigs or, or work with like bigger brands or being able to take funds from the YouTube channel to go ahead and go away for a weekend and go to LA and make a really cool film out there with just some people who have the free time. Um, Maybe it's not paid, which is fine, but I can use what I wanna do and not like a client's influence to go make something. Um, So I kind of keep telling myself that to kind of see make the YouTube channel as big as possible. See if that can become the main source of income right now. like the whole like ad apocalypse thing or whatever. I don't know if that's going to happen. Like right now it has also has never been like stable enough income where I could just like not do anything else. It's like, it's not crazy. Good people like, oh, you got so many subscribers. You must make so much money. It's like, no, you make like a fraction of a cent per view. Yeah. But I think it'd be, it, it would be nice to be able to be somewhere whether it's Instagram or whether it's YouTube or whether it's another platform that you can monetize, whether it be directly with ads on your videos or with brand deals. Uh, to then be able to use that money to go make my own style of videos right. or to go travel and work with other people and hire other people To work together to make cool fun videos that could then do great on their own Yeah, uh, I would like to be somewhere in that range and to be able to work with somebody else not It's so hard to be like a one-man band. Yeah, like I, I've done it for so long, but it's just like it's too much Yeah, that's why whenever I can I'll try to bring Anthony or I'll try to bring Cody on a shoot to to Shoot together because that way we bounce ideas off each other There's always someone to get the shot. Someone's always filming someone's always getting audio or, or BTS Uh, So to be able to have maybe a company, you know, maybe we're all in an office together, maybe we're in a creative space working all together. Like
0: a media group or something. Yeah, yeah. something like
1: that would be really cool. Um, Being able to work together and be able to always go to every job with a group of people and not just myself. Yeah, because that's challenging at this point, I'm sure. How often
0: do you find yourself going by yourself? Not often anymore.
1: Well, like still like, I'd say like 80% of the time. Oh, yeah. So like to always have somebody, even if it's one person, like a PA, like a Cody or like a Hunter or like anyone who's down to help, like a John or an Aaron, uh, always have somebody to help would be awesome. Even if it's just one person, even if they're not filming, even if they're just assisting. But if we could have like always two filmers and an assistant, that's where I'd like to be. Um, right now, but uh, again, who knows? It could I could be making cakes in five years. Like <laughs> I was reviewing iPod cases and like speakers five years ago. Now I'm filming supercars. Yeah, you, know? you never like, know where that transition come Like <laughs> airsoft guns to iPods to cars. Like what was that transition? Yeah. It's like maybe this becomes mundane in a year, and I don't like it anymore, so I'll right. stop it. You yeah, know? you like, never
0: know. Yeah, that happens to a lot of yeah. people.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and like if if that happens to you, like. Try something new, because like, what are you going to force yourself to do the same thing that you're tired of over and over again? Just because okay, you're good at it and people like it, but like, if you don't like it, if it's not making you happy, if it's the same thing over and over again, yeah. how long can you do that for?
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll you never, never know, know. Yeah. where the path of life will take you. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> new name of your podcast.
0: <laughs> All right. Next question: What is your dream car?
1: Dream car: a 2005 Super Legacy Jeep. I was kidding. Um, <laughs> I have my dream car. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, out of all the supercars I've shot, uh, I mean, when people think dream cars, they think supercars. I would have to be like the the McLaren P one currently. Um Dream Car, like feasible, I don't know. Like I like my car. Like I yeah. like the legacy. Like it's fun, it's low quick, it looks good, it's fun just to have. It's
0: exactly what you wanted, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but I mean that could change in a year. I could want something else. I could just want like a AMG wagon or something, yeah. which would be sick. Yeah. Um I don't know. I uh, the only thing that would come to head right now would probably be the P one, but that's like thinking like crazy big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. Next question. What? uh, So I I know that I myself as an artist always like to be influenced. I always like to look at you know because I do graphic design a lot of different designers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But another thing that also feeds my creativity is music. I love listening to music when I work and stuff. What What can? What do you usually find yourself listening to music wise?
1: Uh, What I actually listen to is nothing that I put in my videos really like I I listen to like I'll listen to rap or rock or like alternative stuff. Like I know you like something corporate. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's what's up. That's like OG something corporate like dashboard professional like good times. Um, like that's stuff I still listen to like I haven't added music to my iPod in years like it's still all that stuff in like yeah that stuff is like timeless yeah so that's all That's all the stuff that I listen to I'll add some stuff occasionally here and there when something new comes out I like country music I thoroughly oh, enjoy country music did not I know, not know that. yeah I know a lot of people dislike that Anthony <laughs> is not a fan of country music at all a lot of my friends aren't and so they hate it when I play it in the car but I can name any country song or sing any country song that you put on um,
0: will we ever see one in a Crispy video? <laughs>
1: you just might if we go down back down south you, you, we just might <laughs> Um, that's the music I listen to, but the music that's in my videos it does isn't really any of that because some of that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, for, for the videos that we're putting out. Yeah.
0: yeah, you have to do something that's like you know the culture can relate to something yeah. like modern, what's in and yeah, or exactly. it just has to make
1: sense for the video yeah. and it has to be like you enjoy listening to the song. It can't just be like, oh, sick. Everyone's putting an Xavier Wolf track and I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> Xavier Wolf is great, not knocking, but like if everyone's using the song. Okay, move on. Yeah, it's got to make song. sense. It's yeah. got it's got to work. Yeah. Don't use bullet train in your video, uh, <laughs> and and find something new. Find something that somebody else hasn't used. Like yeah. the whole like, I mean, I might get crap for this, but like, stop using the songs everyone uses in their videos. Like, okay, I understand. Like, you see a song in a video, <laughs> I, I see a song in a video. I'm like, oh, that's a sick song. I really like that song. i want to go make my. My video and use that same song because i really enjoy that song that's cool you enjoy the song that's great save it to your ipod save it to your iphone download it listen to it in your car don't use it in the video because yeah. like the whole point of that song is to kind of that person use that song for a reason and that's because it works with their video works with their video yep. that doesn't mean it's going to automatically work with your video just because it's a good song correct or or you enjoy that song um so find something that works for your video not something that somebody else has used because what the way i look at it is and why I don't use those major songs that I hear on the radio or major songs that I enjoy really in my videos is when I'm watching a video, I wanna watch the video. I don't wanna be singing along in my head to the song that I already know. So if I hear a song- it takes
0: away from the video. Yeah, then you're not watching the video.
1: You're thinking about the song, right? So like if you hear a a top 10 song, you're like, oh sick, no, 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 no. Oh wait, there's a video playing. You know, like, (laughs) no, your point is to watch the video. Yeah. So take your time. It might take like weeks or days to find a song for your video, but go to SoundCloud, find a song you like. Maybe it's that song that somebody else used. Uh, go to that song go see who that artist is listening to because on yeah. soundcloud you can see who yeah. what music that person likes you can go into their likes then you can go to that person's likes and go like and that, that's go how i find it, me it, yeah. Yeah. you got to delve down to the rabbit yeah. hole like that's can't how just I be something online. that you
0: find boom and like everyone knows yeah it's just not, yeah. Yeah. yeah keep
1: diving down because like if you use the same song that i've used or somebody else is using a video like instantly i'm 95 of the time i'm clicking out of your video yeah, i'm absolutely. not watching that video yeah, yeah. yeah. that's how and i those, am too
0: yeah. if, if it's if i've heard the song or if it's been another video i'm just like yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Even yeah. if it's
1: like, it could be a great video. I can't watch it. I can't
0: watch it. So <laughs> yeah. stop doing
1: that. But yeah.
0: So speaking of like music and videos, I just, this just came to my head, but you, you, you had a, like an issue recently, right? Where like one of your, one of the songs got like, like you got flagged on one of your videos or something, or I, I believe, or no?
1: That happens fairly often. Yeah. Um, most of the videos will get flagged. Most of the videos will get like a, like a not an official copyright claim, but they'll just get copyrighted. So you'll get like an email that says, Hey uh don't worry your video is not affected in any way it's still up there but the monetization may end is going to uh, whoever the holder is like it'll list the holder and it's usually oh. like these websites that we hate
0: <laughs> so so does that so for those listening that don't understand that means that you yourself aren't getting paid for that video Correct. and it's the person who owns just for that just because of that one clip just because of the song or the oh. clip
1: they make all the money it doesn't matter like doesn't matter if you put a year into that video because you use their song they make you don't make anything from that you make nothing and they even make if everything. the song is like
0: in there for a little bit or something right yeah they That's... could
1: still like I mean there's there's probably legal amount of time or something like that I don't know but if they claim it, they make everything to that. Which,
0: but but they don't get the money that you've made up until they realize that that was a thing. Or how does that how does that work? If you've I already got the
1: paycheck, yeah. No, but like if you moving
0: forward, right? Is that yeah?
1: They get everything. If you've already gotten the paycheck for that month, or if you've already got whatever from that month, that's yeah. yours. Okay. They don't take it away from you. Right. But for moving forward, everything that goes to them, and there will still be ads in the video, but it will all be going to them. Wow. Have um, you ever
0: had the resolve one of those one of those claims before? Yeah, straighten it out. Yeah, I you... think
1: actually for the Stanthorpe Houston video last year, um, it got claimed like three or four times, and I had to go to the arts and be like, "Hey guys, like, is it cool if we just don't claim this because because some of them like the claims will take the video down? Yeah, because like they don't want their music to be shared or anything like that. Like, this video has like 1.2 million views. I'm not here trying to steal your content. Like, I'm yeah. trying to spread. Like, we're all we're all trying to do the same yeah. thing. Like, this SoundCloud. It. I mean, maybe it sounds whack, but like. This video getting a million views might not get your SoundCloud sound thing a million views, but your song just got heard a million times. Right. And that's like,
0: that goes a long way yeah. with music. Yeah. yeah,
1: and like I'm not here like stealing the person's music and be like, ah, this is mine I created. It. Like in the description of every video I mostly every video I put out, it'll say music possible buy. please go support these artists on soundcloud and a list like their soundcloud their facebook their twitter like and people will go like i'll see their soundcloud comments like yo heard this in a crispy video whatever and people will go and follow that person and yeah that's good
0: exposure for the music wise yeah
1: both both definitely yeah Yeah. and if if there comes a case where i have the ability to to the budget to purchase a song i'll go to the arts and be like hey i got 50 bucks i got 1500 bucks to go ahead and and license a song for you what can what can we do together yeah and so um, i want to work on that with future stuff where i get bigger budgets like right now i don't have budgets for music so I have to use like just SoundCloud music but if in the future when I get budgets and have the money I can pay an artist like hey let's make a song just for this video and I'm gonna pay you X amount of dollars that the client's giving me yeah that'd
0: be super cool like a a future goal Mm -hmm. oh hell yeah and and, and the the whole issue with videos and getting flagged and stuff kind of stinks because you're not able to like replace a video while it's already uploaded I wish that you could do that you can
1: replace the song but it's just gonna like it's gonna Drop it in in that time frame, like if it's from 16 seconds to 20 seconds, where it's that person's song, it'll just cut out all the audio. So, if you have someone talking or if there's car audio, yeah, you
0: can't like adjust, and yeah, stuff,
1: it's yeah. just gonna plop one of their YouTube songs. Have you in ever
0: there. had to do that? Or I
1: did it once and I re redid it because it just sounded, sounded a, like such a ass, it was bad, yeah. And,
0: and and was that to avoid like a copyright sort of claim, or just because yeah. okay, yeah,
1: but I said screw it, I don't want it. like it's it's. It's deciding between having this really crappy song and your really good video and then being able to monetize it versus not being able to monetize it, but you still get to have your awesome video out there. And so yeah. that's the route I usually choose most of the time. Just cause it's like, at the end of the day, I just want to make cool, cool stuff and like have it out there for people to view and like see how good it'll do on, on YouTube. And at the end of the day, that's going to bring me more business. If a video gets a million views and I don't make any money and that artist makes a million, Makes a million dollars from it, they're not. You know, you don't make a million dollars from a million views. But <laughs> say cool. they make a thousand dollars from that million viewed video, they get all that. Fine, it's whatever. But if a client then comes to my channel to see, oh, should I hire this guy? Oh, wow, he can get a, he can get me a million views and make a badass video. That, like that's gonna pay for it in and yeah. of itself, so it's it's worth it at that's the end cool, of the day. That's cool, man. Yeah, as long as it's not like a like a like a channel strike. Channel yeah. strikes are scary.
0: Have you had one of those before? Yeah, no? like oh, back God. in
1: the day that I touch iPod channel had got like shut down a few times because like I showed people how they got like free apps on the App Store like back in the day like when oh, it was first they, coming out. They're
0: they're like the, they just like frown upon that. I'm yeah, sure. and
1: they would just like take the video down. and That would get you like a channel strike and three of those, and they yeah, delete I, your I, account. Yeah,
0: I've seen them at the top, and I'm just yeah. like, wow, those I mean, are scary. That's scary.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't want those. The music stuff is that they just claim it, they make the money from it, and
0: yeah,
1: that's it. You walk away.
0: Okay, so. Cars are cool, music is cool art's cool obviously what what what, do we, what, <laughs> what what do we normally what 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 can we uh usually you know what do you like food-wise? food wise what's your go to food okay pizza
1: set. oh yeah uh, so I have a list that I made um pizza's number one yeah uh pizza's number two <laughs> um also pizzas on that list uh no I thoroughly enjoy pizza uh fast food too much um and oh, what's the name of this one place we go there uh to get coffee it's Oh, Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. That's not even Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts is good. We like Dunkin' Donuts. Their coffee's Why great. We're not going to sponsor you. I don't know. We're waiting on that sponsorship. I mean, my name's Crispy. Everyone's like, yo, you're Crispy. You're not going to get the Dunkin' sponsorship. Crispy Cream's going to sponsor you. Like, I don't have any near us. There's none near us. So it's got to be Dunkin'. Uh, but Dunkin', if you're out there they watching this, to this, free coffee. And we put you in every vlog. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> Hash Browns, too, sometimes would be great. But your don't dun- hear bagels or ass. But your coffee's great. <laughs>
0: Hopefully they'll sponsor you. God, too. I, I have a it. feeling. I spent way too much money on them. 2018 sounds sounds good to me. I, I, hope I have so. a feeling. A good I hope feeling.
1: so, dude. Because like I load that card up like every other week with like fifty dollars from my debit card. I'm like, oh, this is a lot of money right now, <laughs> just on coffee like every week. But it's so good. And like buying it at, buying it at Shoprite and like putting it like in your coffee maker at home, it's not the same. Not the same. That French vanilla swirl.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay, so I, I took to my Instagram, my personal Instagram, and I asked my followers if they had any questions for you. So I got cool. my top six Questions from people so first question was asked by a Chris Serrano and again so first. I'll, I'll put uh, uh, the people who I questions who I picked at the end of this video and I'll and I'll tag them so thanks guys if I picked your questions
1: and if I forgot any sponsors they'll be over there too
0: <laughs> so uh, Chris's question was apart from making the videos we see on YouTube is is there uh, other videos that you make that we don't get to see for example commercials promo videos special events etc work-related and also is this your job job or do you have another uh, Occupants uh, or job
1: yeah okay so i'll start from the (laughs) i'll start from the end uh i used to work at a water park at my in my hometown called splashdown for like four four or five years in a row uh and i just didn't like that and it was like it was cool and it was money it was a regular job that like anybody could do but it was just boring and, and that schedule kind of conflicted with my shoots starting to pick up more and more so I quit that job job and now do this freelance stuff full-time yes I still live at home I'm 24 years old I still live at home um, so I can afford to kind of have this be my job job uh, if I were to go get a cheap apartment I could do that as well but for right now I'm gonna like milk this for as long yeah, as I there's can. my parents wrong- are cool with me staying yeah
0: there's nothing yeah. wrong with that I mean I did that for a while like you just Live at home and save up money and just you know yeah like I a can thing. go
1: get another place right now but I would just have to be like I I couldn't It'd get like some expense. really nice place yeah, yeah. you're young too it's, it's yeah. an
0: expense I don't need yeah like yeah. per
1: se like why I don't know maybe like I like, want to invest in some some type of property as well but that's like in the maybe in the next like five years investing yeah, yeah. some type of property and then get my own place as well but um so now this after that that was like my only ever like job job now this has been my job job for the past that's awesome however long it's been um all my like income comes from like brand deals and and photo shoots and event coverage uh and the youtube just pretty much pays like my car insurance every month it's nothing crazy that's awesome Um, but uh what, what was the rest of that
0: uh, he was asking if if there were any other videos that you make that uh, yeah. we don't get to see, like commercials, promo videos. I know you, mm-hmm. you're here in town for a wedding. That's how we linked up. So yeah. special events maybe. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what other videos do you make that they don't get to see?
1: Yeah, so so like weddings or I'll do like if during the winter right now, I just, I start, I'll start getting some emails of some uh, events that take place in the city, like birthdays, not like birthday parties, but like people like who own these bigger companies will throw events for like – Uh, a dinner like maybe they'll have some speeches at the dinner and they want to record the speeches and they want to record like the gifts they give everyone and the photos and the cocktail hour like stuff like that we'll do um i'll do those weddings we're here in town for a wedding we'll do like maybe five to ten of those a year which is just good because like weddings are good money and it's it's an excuse to travel as well at the same time um and, like, if you do the same thing over and over, like, cars every day, like, you can get mundane. To so be able to yeah. split it up with the weddings, with, with like, random events like that, it's nice to just do something different for once. Yeah. Um, and just make a little bit of extra money on the side. And during the winter, like, there's not too many car things going on. Yeah. So, I think, I'm damn. thinking about, like, traveling to, like, L.A. in, like, January just for, like, do some cool yeah, stuff you should just
0: go to, get you should go to uh, Tuner Evo I was thinking about yeah. it I was thinking about it we'll, I, I, may, we'll I may be going I haven't decided yet oh, yeah? but it's, it's like it, it falls under Martin Luther King days at Monday mm-hmm. and I'm off work so it's like that would not? be primo yeah, so yeah. I might be might be heading out that way we'll see yeah. I,
1: definitely, I definitely want to try to get out there just also like collaborate with some other YouTubers that are out there like a lot of the big YouTubers are out there in San Diego and LA and whatnot so yeah I and like then like Beth out. and Mike are out there too yeah so, so it'd be good so like I would have friends and have something to do it's not just like Oh, let's see what happens. You know, like I just hit them up too. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be out there next week for like this gig or whatever." So we'll see. Maybe oh, we'll, cool. maybe we'll do that January. But um, yeah, over the winter, it's just nice to have these these extra little gigs yeah. that that make some type of money because I don't have like a regular job. Like right. I don't go nine to five. You know, so if I'm You're not lucky. shooting, I'm not making money. <laughs> yeah, right. If I'm not shooting, I'm not making money. Yeah. So,
0: do a lot of the weddings that you that you get linked up for? They a lot of the times through. Uh, through the car scene, or, yes,
1: yeah, yep. So this one was because of the car scene. Um, the next one we have uh, is coming up on the twenty sixth was because of the car scene. as the wow. shop owner in, in Long Island that we've shot for in the past? Uh, another one's coming up because he works uh, with Mishimoto and we're friends with him because obviously the Mishimoto's yeah, yeah. helped sponsored part of the car and whatnot. Um, so a good majority of them are through the car scene, and then through once you do like one wedding, those people are gonna like and they like the video, which. They're going to, um, because they hired us. Um, but, um, yeah, they're going to tell their friends. And like, so one wedding will spread through that family or through their friend base. And that started out because of, you know, that person from the car. And
0: and car people got to get married at some point. Well,
1: maybe we'll see. (laughs) We're all, we're hopeless. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so second question was from with Tom. And again, I'll put their Instagram names in there. So his Instagram name is crucial with a K and three U's. But okay. how sounds how familiar. many years have you been airsofting and what's your setup if you <laughs> oh, still sheet. do?
1: Um, oh, man, the last gun I used that I used a lot was the uh, the Zombat Striker. is an Echo One Zombat Striker uh, with like a suppressor badass. on the front. It has like a little meat tenderizer on the front. Yeah, it was funny. But I like took that off and put like a silencer <laughs> on because the that was like full metal, like Make yeah. 10 dollars so like heavy weighing it down. So I'd use that with like a Lipo battery. I'd use like point twenty gram BBs. Uh I have like fifteen guns in my basement. I have like an AK, wow. like an Echo One M21 sniper, I think. That was the name of it. I have like an F two thousand, a bunch of other guns that we got from like reviewing pistols and whatnot. Um don't play anymore. I still have all the guns and all the equipment, so I could still
0: but you just, like you've just been too. busy with like filming yeah and stuff
1: like yeah and like my friends that i used to do that channel with and whatnot the friends i used to play with they've kind of like straight apart like one like disappeared oh, wow. so i don't even know where he's at but um rip uh <laughs> but yeah i'd like to i'd like to be able to 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 get some friends together and play because it's just fun and yeah like, it's not like paintball where you get paint everywhere and it's like super realistic it's like yeah. all the guns are one-to-one scale they're like actual guns and like some yeah. of them actually back backfire it's a little hobby
0: have you have you thought of doing like reviews and open box stuff for your channel now or that just wouldn't make sense right um i mean like if a
1: client wants me to for their product like maybe
0: like camera equipment or like a, a like a gimbal or something See,
1: like i've thought about like i've worked with rhino sliders that yeah. do slider stuff for the channel I've, I've like reviewed their slider um it would be cool if it's like a brand deal probably but if it's just like me and it's like just a camera. I don't think I'm the best person to go to. Like, there'll be like a Philip Bloom or like some type of TV channel out there that you can go to yeah. and and watch it on their YouTube channel where they really know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um. So maybe I'll include it in like a vlog. Maybe that's what the vlogs are there for too. Because yeah. like I can always I could put in whatever I want in the vlogs. Yeah. And people could watch that. Yeah.
0: Or some or a, a company or a shop could send you a part for your car and you're just like trying it out or something or installing it. Or, yeah. I mean, which you did for your build, but yeah. You know.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the, that's the benefit. The other benefit of the vlogs is I could really. Do something like that whenever I wanted to. Like, say we go play airsoft one day. I could upload that to the channel. Like, as long as I take my car, you know, like as long as there's footage of my car. Like, I always feel like right now there still has to be something car related in the vlogs. So I can't just go and play airsoft yeah. and upload it to the channel. Right. But if I go there and drive in my car and show us getting in my car and maybe we meet up with other friends before we go. Yeah. It's like a car meet to airsoft or, or whatever, something like that. I could do. Um, I'd like to. If anyone wants to play, let's do it. Let's find find a field. Let's get it. I got you.
0: Uh, Hold uh, this L. (laughs) So third question was from a Grant Marriott. He said he wants to know, did businesses come to you or did you go to businesses when you first started the commercial work? Cool. And and in parentheses, to get the jobs. And also he wants to, and also thanks you for shouting him out when he bought a H2OI poster.
1: Hey, thanks for buying the poster. First of all, available at crispy.store. Check them out today. Um, <laughs> so uh I, I got did did yeah. businesses
0: come to you or did you go to businesses when you first started doing commercial work, commercial work.
1: Um, so back in the day of like the YouTube channel, the iTouch iPods thing, I went and bought like this thing called an iRaps, which was like uh, a skin type case that was like a little bit thicker and like a little bit yeah. jelly. Yeah. I bought that, I, I put it on my iPod, did a little review of it, and like a couple of weeks later I got an email from irap saying like hey we saw your video online I was like how I'm like we saw your video online can we send you some free stuff to give to your friends and to maybe give away on the youtube channel i was like you're just gonna give me free stuff <laughs> sure this is sketchy but sure send it here's my address and lo and behold the box shows up the other day with like a box full of cases that i give out to my friends in school and, nice. and get to like a giveaway on my youtube channel um so that was like from that point on i was like wait i could do this like companies will just send me stuff if i talk about it and get them publicity like this is the thing like i didn't know that you know i was a young yeah. young and naive but um so kind of using that knowledge that i built up over all those years now to be able to do that with car companies and more expensive parts and, and more important parts so like for the build i contacted all the companies uh made a proposal up i made like a professional proposal with statistics and charts and graphs and stuff that would make sense to show them like why they should sponsor me yeah um and that's how i got good majority of the parts for the car Um, as far as brand deals a good amount of them reach out to me as well uh, because they they know like what people with some sort of following and talent have not to say that I have talent or to be whatever but like you know, like, I have the, the audience is there, and the videos I make, I guess, are, are good because <laughs> people enjoy them.
0: Yeah, it's like a double combo. Cool. Yeah,
1: so people will come to me and be like, oh, cool, we can get this one guy who does both. Like, they'll normally hire somebody to make a video and then have, like, a social media guy share that post or something like that, or, like, a car page share that. But I can do both for them. So that's why they, they'll come to me. There are situations where I'll reach out to them, like, with the sponsor, sp- sponsorship stuff for the car. Like, I reach out to them, like, hey, guys, are you down to work together and send me this stuff? Like, they weren't, like, just gonna come out to me, like, hey, let's give you." thousand dollars in product for <laughs> taking like no one's take gonna it. do that so um uh yeah no it's, it kind of works both ways there's there has been situations but like i said where i've reached out to people and, and a good majority of the time my email's out there my phone number's out there like companies will get in touch with me to to work together um but it's not it wouldn't hurt to reach out to companies at the same time even if you're starting out being like hey here's what i can do for you yeah here's how i can benefit you you really need to make sure you're getting across that you're going to be beneficial to them and, and why how, yeah. and why and how
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah for them to send you something so you could you could do that with whatever audience you have right now uh thomas
0: yes no uh no was it greg grant
1: grant grant yeah oh grant so grant um you could do this right now if you wanted to uh even if you don't have an audience if it's something that you want to do and see what happens maybe you start out with like uh, a detail spray company and they'll be like hey i can get some product shots for you send over a bottle see what see what we can do but like do something first, like go to the store, buy a detail spray and like make a video or make a review or or, or post some really cool photo that you captured on Instagram and, and see like the engagement that you'll get right. from that post. And, and yeah, get and a
0: lot it. of times if you say, go out and buy like details, something from detail spray company, like mm-hmm. number one, then like number company number two or three can also see that you're doing that and then they're like, oh yeah. send you your stuff or not, or you just a different company in general. Yeah. So, it, you know, you, you know it all starts out some way, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I've also, I've downloaded like a long time ago, I downloaded an app called like Popular Pays and like yes. you know yeah. yeah. So like that's why I got a bunch of I got like three or four sponsorships like earlier on from that just from that app and like getting paid yeah. and getting free stuff just from that. You know. Yeah. So it's it could be easier than you than you think it is. Just there's ways. There's ways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, let's see. Question number four comes from a mob man with the the O is a zero. So mob man is wondering, Crispy, how do you compare your work back in 2012 for WeekFest East and the work you are doing now? What has changed in the way you tell the visual story?
1: So back then it was kind of just like show up and shoot everything. Go, like just get there and go until and, you run
0: out of space. Yeah,
1: right. That's it until all the batteries are dead. And I would also do photos at the same time, which I stopped doing. Like, I would always do photos and videos for every show. And I stopped a few years ago doing the photos because I wanted to focus on one thing and make sure I was good at one thing before I went back and did the photos or whatever. And I realized at this point where it takes me an entire day to do all the video, I don't really have time for the photos, which I'm okay with. Um, so, stopped trying to do too much and focused just on the video aspect of things. So from back then I would do photos and videos at that show. And that kind of spread me a little bit too thin. So going back and watching that video, it's a lot of uh, frantic movements. Whereas now I've kind of just slowed down, slowed down the pace um, and, and just focus more on one car and I'll get multiple shots of one car where back then I would focus on the car, like a wide shot of the car, move on wide shot of the oh. car, move on. Now I'll get like a wide shot of the car, go in, get a detail shot Details, of the wheel. Yeah,
0: you'd focus, you'd pick a car for a good reason and then you'd focus on that. one. Yeah.
1: So if they have like, if they have a cool like interior or if, or if their hardware has like a cool shiny gold or something that'll look good on camera, go in there and capture that so you can cut between those shots instead of just like, instead of just trying to showcase the entire show, I'm more so now trying to make a cool yeah. film or a cool video <clears throat> at the end of the day. And at the same time, okay, I just happen to be showcasing the show, which is neat. Um, so it's definitely just slowed down a little bit, even though I'm still like nonstop at every show I go to. Uh, but um, the progression, if you go back and watch that video, it's bad. It's real bad. I think that's the first time I met like Craft too. I think that's when we shot. Yeah, his car. I think that's
0: what he told me in our interview that that was yeah. the first time you guys met.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Hey, shoot a car." I was like,
0: "Okay, cool. I can do that." <laughs> hey Nick, let's do it. Cool feature, rad, shred it. Okay, and then so okay, so uh, question number one two three four, five is from a Will that's quick math. Will Freeman dot jpg. Will Freeman is wondering, how did you first become affiliated with Stance Nation?
1: Okay. <clears throat> um, So I kind of always wanted, like back in the day, like if you got shared on Canabate, if you got shared on Stance Nation, like you did, you got a lot of followers from that. You got a big audience that came quick. Right nowadays, like maybe you'll gain like 10 followers, um, which isn't much. But like back, back then a few years ago, like if you got shared, people were clicking those tags to go and see what else you would produce. Hmm. So I was like, how can I get shared on that? How can that, how can they help me grow? So the first time I ever got shared on Stance Nation and kind of like worked with them, um, was I did, like, this shoot with a bunch of different Evos. I think it's up on the channel if you go back far enough. And I um, – we were finished up with the shoot. The shoot was over. It was a video shoot. It was, uh, it was done. We were all in a parking lot just chilling, grab some food from, like, a Burger King that was there or something like that. And I remember, like, at the time, like, so many shots were going around of lowered cars in drive-thrus. <laughs> uh like them handing their food and like reaching down to oh, that yeah, car yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like can you just go through the drive-thru by like a water or something like that just go through that drive-thru so i can take a picture of you when you're coming around so this white evo goes in comes around like with a bunch of camber or something like that goes around and gets to the drive-thru and i'm waiting there at the end i click that picture i take that picture of him at the drive-thru getting his food handed and i submitted that to stance nation or sent it to them and that was like the first photo i ever got shared. like i knew it was gonna happen because like that that was hot at that time yeah 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 like being able to stick on trend if you want to be able to get your your content shared. Like if, if you pay attention to the trends, like it's probably gonna happen. Yeah. Um, uh, so that got shared, that was the first time. And then I went, they have like an email form on their website uh, and I would just send emails into them saying yeah, like, Yeah, where you hey. can just
0: submit pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And there's also just like a form where you could like, contact them and I was like you guys don't have any video stuff like let me just let me try something for you let me put a video out there let me do some sort of video for you so I don't know if it was John Paul's s2k whether it was the first time I made a video for them or craft I don't know which one was first but I, th- I think it might have been John Paul's s2k uh, but I did a photo shoot and video shoot um because i always had got back to me and was like hey yeah sure go for it like make a video see what you can do so i made a video made the photos and that turned into a feature and that led to me doing a lot more features with them because no one else was making videos for them everyone right. was doing photos which was great and like yeah. they're still doing photos but like no one else was doing videos like i found that little niche that they didn't fulfill yet i was like why aren't you doing videos Like yeah. this is so much I'm not saying it's better than a photo, but it's also great to have with photos. Yeah. Um, so I filled that kind of niche. So if you can kind of figure out, I know everyone says this as well, but if you could figure out a niche that you could fill that somebody else isn't currently for a company or for a brand, uh, whether that be an audience you have or whether that be a talent or skill you have, um, even if it's not like photographing, whether like if you know how to code a website and you see this website, as like this company's website is like really crappy or it looks terrible. Go in there and like make like mock, some, mock something up for them. Be like, hey, this is what your website could look like. Hire me. And like most of the time they're like, oh, why are we screwing up right now? Like we should go hire this kid to do this. Like, and they'll probably do it. Uh, And that'll get you more clients in the future as well. So just reaching out to them, I honestly reached out to them. Like that's what got me one of my first like automotive gigs too, like within the supercar realm, was like going into a dealership and talking to somebody and be like, Hey, who can I send these photos to? And this guy comes down the stairs who happens to be my good friend now, Evan, who works at Miller Motor Cars, this dealership in Greenwich. Uh, He's like, yeah, send it to me when you get a chance. Whenever you're done with them, I sent them the photos of this like concept P1 that was in there. and I didn't hear back from him for like months. And while I was at H2O, I heard back. And maybe like this was like months later after I gave him the photos or whatever of the car. And it was like, hey, I'm Evan from Miller Motorcars. I met you a few months ago. Um, do you want to uh, do you want to shoot this uh, Pagani rally we have tomorrow? And I'm like, what? And actually, pretty sure I looked up like what Pagani. Like I knew it was a car <laughs> brand, but I looked it up. And he's like, yeah, Horatio Pagani is going to be like the owner of the company and whatnot. Everyone's going to be there. Do you want to come shoot it? like, Ugh yeah i was like this is months ago and like he sold like these crappy photos that i did and now he's like they're like miller motor cars like one of my best clients and like good friends now and i do videos with them constantly because i went in and and talked to somebody i was like hey can i send these photos to somebody like what are they gonna say no and just like okay yeah. i'll leave <laughs> cool that's Sick. crazy how that worked yeah. out yeah and now i do like i i did them for like a few years and then i was like hey i'm actually enjoy video a lot more can i make you guys a video and i had to try a few times to kind of push it on them because it was like gonna cost a little bit more too i was like can I just try this? So I made them a few free videos, and now I make videos for like all their events. Nice. If I'm not around, my good friends do it, and like, but I, I'm pretty much like their go-to guy for any videos or photos that they do now. And, and I've got. To and do you've some been crazy... working with them for
0: a while now. Yeah. yeah.
1: Since since college is like four years, maybe wow. I'd say at least. And we do some crazy cool stuff that I never thought I'd be able to do. Like people never get to see a Huaira or like something, and I get to like just be around them all the time. Yeah. It's very cool. Very humbling.
0: Cool man. Yeah. Uh, last question that was submitted by um, my followers, uh, a Jeffrey. Const- Constanza uh, Stanza Productions uh, was wondering and I think we, we might have touched on this a little bit but it'd be cool to elaborate more uh, he's wondering how did you get to build your network up uh, did it take you forever or were you able to build it up quickly to get to where you are at now
1: I mean yeah nothing, nothing's really going to happen quick unless you go viral uh, but I mean, I have the crispy name on Instagram because I, I think back on the, like going back to that, I just iPods things. Like I reviewed Instagram when it first came out and I got the crispy name. Cause I was like my nickname in high school. Yeah. Um, so I got that name. And so that really helped in like being able to start when it first started, like when something first starts, if you can kind of be around at that birth and then they kind of follow it through like YouTube. Like I was around when YouTube had like their partner program and you used to get like awards on your channel for being like the most viewed guru of the week or something like that. And I have like screenshots of that, which is cool. Um, so if you can kind of like follow something from the get go, uh, which I guess in this case would be with
0: them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So in this case, which would be like automotive videos, like sensation didn't have any videos. I started making them videos and like car videos got more popular and more popular and more popular. Um, and I was able to grow because I started when it wasn't really like, you know, there wasn't too much of it happening, so I was like, okay, so I'll start. I'll start helping these other people that are growing. What? Yeah, because
0: everyone back then was just all about fidi- photos. Yeah, like, photos, photos, photos. Let me mm-hmm. shoot your car. Let me do yeah. a photo shoot and like no, like obviously it's different now. Yeah, back then mm-hmm. all photos, no videos.
1: Yeah, so it was like, maybe Mike and Anthony and a few other guys like making videos, like Machete back in the day I was making videos and like <sighs> some of the OG guys, like A Wall, whatever, making videos back yeah, in the right. day. Um, and uh, so being able to fill that fill <clears> that <throat> void or whatever of of where people aren't stepping up if you could step up and do that like that the audience is going to come cuz like people think like, oh wow someone's doing something that no one else is doing or, like someone's doing something better than other people are doing i want to go see what what they're going to do in the future so you're most likely going to follow them and you're most likely going to subscribe to that channel and as long as you have consistent and good content like people are like it's going to come it's going to take a while like yeah. with the, I just iPods account was in 2009 and now in 2017 I almost 18 <laughs> yeah almost 18 I have 200 and whatever thousand subscribers I have now like that's that's not a lot to build over like 10 whatever seven years whatever it is like people like Casey and I said I'll blow up in a year and get millions of followers in a year like I'm nowhere near a million like so it, it could happen overnight if you go viral if you review an airplane or just you.
0: stick with it and it'll happen over time <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah as
1: long as you stick with it and you enjoy it like the, the other stuff that I just got tired of and like plateaued kind of like, I didn't want to do it anymore, so I stopped. It yeah. was doing great, the channels were doing successful, they had great following, but it just wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. So I stopped and did something else, and it's happened to also be successful. Like, some of that audience also followed over, like I have people that like, comment all the time, shout out to you guys, like, hey, I've been following you since I touched iPods days. Like, are you the guy from Combat Bearsoft? like,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, right?
1: So as long as you like, kind of stick with something and try to get in when it like first begins. Or if you have a viral idea, if you have an idea of a video that could go viral, um, try it. See what happens. Upload it. Have everyone share it. Like everyone asks, like, how oh, How do you get your video share? Like, I literally, ex- when I was like, made my first Facebook account, accepted everybody's friend request just to have as many people see a video when uh, when, when I would put, put it out. Yeah, yeah. I've literally filled up my friend request. Now it's screwed me over because now I can't accept actual friends, <laughs> but um, stuff like that, like always having your family share. It. Like, who knows who's gonna see it? Yeah, you know,
0: that's mm. cool, man. That's inspiring. Mm-hmm. So we've been going at this for about an hour thirty, a little over now. I'm all out of questions, so you know, let's wrap this up, man. Any closing thoughts, any shout-outs to anybody, any any you know thing you want to say?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to try this really quick because I know if, if I forget, I'm going to feel terrible for myself. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go in and make sure that I don't forget any of these people because obviously these people made this. The legacy build happened over the past few months. We've built, well, Cody. Has built the Legacy <laughs> Wagon. Um, so obviously, shout out to Cody. Shout out to the sponsors for the Legacy Wagon. That's cool Cobb yeah, Tuning, yeah. Grim Speed, Yellow Speed USA, Mishimoto, Circuit Demon, A. Auto Styling Serious Innovations AccuAir, and Rotiform I'm pretty sure that's all of them shout out to you guys and thank you so much for making my car possible for allowing me to have a cool car to drive around for allowing me to have a car to be able to show at car shows like Christian's Car Show which is super humbling and super appreciative of that Um, shout out to Cody as well again for making that car possible with sponsors shout out to you for having me Mm
0: -hmm. shout out to you for showing,
1: showing, throwing a badass car show that I get to (laughs) film every year thank you for accepting me as media for the past years, and this year yeah, of as course. my car. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to to Anthony Halcyon Photo over there has been chilling. Uh, great guy. Check out his YouTube channel as well, of course. Halcyon Photo and Mike Cozio. Those are the guys that I watched before I made videos. Uh, so shout out to them, mom and dad. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate you guys. You guys are great people. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh I think that's about it. Duncan, if you want to get on that sponsorship, let me know. I'm here, I'm available, I'll check my emails, call me, beat me. If you gotta reach me, let me know I'm here. Uh yeah, cool. That's about that's, it. Subscribe um, right. yeah. to the YouTube channel cool. if you haven't already. Crispy Media Crispy.store for merch, t shirts, hoodies, posters, uh soon to come some other fun stuff. So keep an eye out and uh check out the channel for some really cool videos coming up, some fun stuff and obviously subscribe to how it's done if you're not already Christian's channel, Christian's vlogs that are, have been coming out, his share these podcasts that he puts out and whatnot so other people can learn. If you learn something from any of the podcasts that you watch on Christian's channel, share it. Maybe someone else can benefit from it cool. and also then Christian can benefit <laughs> from it
0: as well. Awesome, man. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks thanks for uh, yeah. for you know being a guest on my podcast and uh, yeah, this has been Christian with How It's On Podcast with Crispy Media.
1: Thanks for having cool. me, Christian. Yeah, of course, man. Appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Cool.
1: Sick. It's always the best feeling. of like, taking taking headphones off after like a long edit thinking. session.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool, thanks, cool. nice, man. Yeah, of course.